In a time when all seemed lost, a voice rose from the wilderness, a voice rooted in our unique form of government, a confident voice filled with hope and inspiration that grows louder and louder while articulating the truth for all to hear. It is the voice to be reckoned with. It is the American Adversaries Radio Show, featuring your host, political scholar and philosopher, Christopher Hart, co-host, South African-American patriot, Aubrey Kahn, news talk divas, Kathy Santamassino and Patricia Summerlin, and more. Now, sit back and enjoy the American Adversaries. gentlemen we are here it is sunday and it is time for the american adversaries three-hour tour once again live coming to you from the relaxing comfort studios indeed we are ladies and gentlemen once again thank you so much for being out there listening on fm 105.5 am 660 the answer or 1520 wbzw we are up and flying on the titan cave cam and that of course means you can see us on our Facebook page. Well, actually, you can see us on our YouTube channel, which you can access via our Facebook page, to be more accurate. Both are, of course, American Adversaries. That is both on Facebook and YouTube. And please like us on Facebook, which a lot of you have, and more and more of you are. And also subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, which is picking up a little bit of steam. We appreciate all that. But I tell you what, our Facebook page is red hot on fire. And of course, our Facebook queen, Kathy Santo Messino, will be joining Joining us shortly, Sunny, our gorgeous lady of wrestling, will be joining us in the seven o'clock hour, and she's getting ready to be on old Doctor Phil. Old I call now, but it's not my fault. <laughs> I'm going to tell her to make make sure that she makes sure that he met, she mentions the radio as her 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 great therapy of the week, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and of course, that voice belongs to none other than the firm foundation of the American adversaries. And of course, is Aubrey Khan. Mm. You know what? I was at Relax and Comfort yesterday. Indeed. What'd you get? I didn't get anything, but uh, they're launching a new product line. Of uh, this is outdoor furniture, outdoor isn't it? Outdoor kitchen f- stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Outdoor yeah. kitchen stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, Jackie really was talking about mm-hmm. it on the show a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, once again, this is all about you know re- relaxing when you're at home. Or they do also have those, what do they call them, the X chairs or all these really fancy chairs. The massage you, chairs and so well, on, yeah. But, but also the chairs for work that are the, you yes, know, those posture the, the perfect, lumbar support. You know, all that right. stuff, mm-hmm. right, exactly. They got it all. <laughs> Relax and comfort. If I had to get one of those chairs for work, I wouldn't get any work done. I'd just sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to go by there and get me a new sleep system. But you can do all of that at any of the four Relax and Comfort stores. And don't forget, if you mention American Adversaries, the radio show you heard about it uh, them on our show you can still to get 50 percent off of those essential oil pillows they have mm. and those bamboo sheet sets now those are those to are, die for those are great they, they really are. are indeed mm. and for any season they work 
Okay, I am the philosopher, political mad scientist, Christopher Hart. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge, 407-774-8255. And don't forget, of course, on Sunday nights, we also simulcast on 1520 WBZW, which if the Rays happen to be playing either scheduled during our show or playing long and come into our show, you'll find us up there on Sunday nights. But how about it today? I mean, that pitcher was mowing them down. He had the stuff. He had the juice going. He had the juice going, yeah. He did, he did. So congratulations to the Rays. They started off 0-1, but now after four games, there are 3-1. and So uh, they're off to a pretty doggone good start, kind of the way they ended up last season, which mm-hmm. if they can keep that up, that bodes well for their playoff hopes. Well, remember how they started last season. That's what I mean. Yeah, They it, started with, a one, with one win and eight losses. One and eight, that's right. Yep, so then that's far back now in the rearview mirror. So good. once again. Uh, but who was that guy we were just listening to coming on? Coming into the studio on the show, this this what's the score show with some Christopher Hart, Hart fella. fella. No, <laughs> <no flake. laughs> I hear he's a prima donna. No, actually, uh, we want to thank Pete for running the what's the score show in that hour. Okay. And, of course, SCORE is a great organization. I, I hope you listened to, to the show. All right, but, uh, of course, you listen to our show. And don't forget, Mark Walters, 8 to 11, after us tonight. So you got six hours yet to go. Well, almost six hours yet to go of live radio right here tonight. You get nowhere else, ladies and gentlemen. Nowhere else do you get this kind of live radio on Sundays. And if you include the Rays, you had live radio most of the day here on uh, AM 660 FM 105.5. So, uh, great, uh, great uh, corporation, the Salem Media Group. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Border Incident? No. Neither had I. Uh, th- but it, I was up kind of late last night, and I was going through some channels. I was trying to, you know, kind of go to sleep. And there was this movie just starting on TCM called Border Incident. And it had a young, a very young Ricardo Montalban in it. Remember Ricardo, the Corinthian lever, mm-hmm. leather, and car ads and all that stuff? Well, Ricardo Montalban was uh, in the movie. And Border, you know what Border Incident is about, coincidentally? Hello there, yeah. Illegal immigration. Right. And this movie was made, I think, in 1949. It was. It's a 1949 movie, and it's all about... Illegal immigration. The more things change. The more they stay the same. And the nasty, uh, really seedy, uh, you know, corrupt, uh, however you want to describe it, reality of the situation where you have these people smug being paid to smuggle people across border and how they treat the people that they smuggle across border. I mean, these are liars, thieves, and, 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 and brutes. Bro- and that's the way they treat the people that, that's you know come right. to them for to to smuggle to be smuggled into the United States, and Ricardo, by the way, he played an undercover agent who who goes undercover as a as a Mexican trying to be, get smuggled into the United States, and uh, it's a pretty good movie that it does make the uh, uh, sort of corporate America out to be the villain in the movie because they are the ones who are. You know, allowing this to happen because they need the labor. Cheap labor. They need the cheap labor. Isn't that the same excuse we hear from the Democrats all the time, that the Republicans uh, want 
them for cheap labor. Well, indeed, uh, you would hear similar remarks from the National Chamber of Commerce, yeah. who's not known as a tremendously liberal organization, although they are more and more so every day goes by. Yes. Right? But, uh, in fact, this is why there are indeed a lot of Republicans who do not want to, quote-unquote, close the border. We'll get to that in here in just a minute. Because they want this influx of new people to add to the economic machine in whatever capacity they're going to do it. Now, there's a problem in that that I want to get to also a little bit later on because we're going to spend most of this first hour talking about this because Scott Maxwell has written an article that came out today in the local Sentinel and uh, B section. And it's entitled, Immigration Battles Focus on Pandering. And, of course, he starts off talking about the politics of it. And, yeah, of course, that's why we say politics like professional wrestling, duh. But uh, he he brings up the E-Verify thing. And this E-Verify is it's a, is, joke. It's a panacea to a lot of people. Why, if you just, uh, if you just enforce E-Verify, everything would be okay. No, see, that, as you just said, is a joke. It is a joke because, you know, when... President Obama came to power back nine, 10 years ago. We had a verify. Yeah, still and, got it. And the government stopped using it because it was too cumbersome. But there's another reason why it is no longer effective. Do you want to know what it is? Let's hear it. Who's coming here now? Who is, who's the primary so-called immigrant into the country now, and why are they coming here? Well, it's... People from South America. And they're coming here because they are claiming something. Well, they're claiming asylum. So they're coming here for refuge, not necessarily to be employed. And many of them are women and children who there's no way in the world, women with children and children alone, so there's no way in the world they're going to enter the job market. So what in the hell good is E-Verify if they're not even going to try to get a job? And why should they when we're going to give everything on a silver platter to them? That's... So E-Verify is no longer verifiable. Or, or even if you could, it doesn't even matter. I mean, these people aren't coming here to get jobs. No, and they, well, some of them are. They're not coming, they're not coming here for asylum, that's for sure. <laughs> but that's their claim. Well, and yeah. that, what, what that means is if they get it, they get refuge they here, get, which means we put them on the welfare dole. I know. Roll. This has been one of my arguments and fights for I, how long now? I know it. I know, know it. I'm, I'm just simply saying, but... Uh, to get back to Border Incident, and we'll, we'll be coming back okay. around to this. All but, righty. But you get back to the movie Border Incident, it is very much uh, the similar problem of today. And the reason they made the movie was to point out the humanitarian crisis on the border. Okay, now, as I said in the movie, the villain is corporate America. Okay, Um but we know that if they play a role in it, it's it's a it's a you know it's a supporting role to what the Democrats are really trying to do, which is to get people in here so that they can get them on their voting rolls, mm-hmm. and in order to uh, secure their grip on power. And if they come in here and put a drain on the system, well, all the better. You know, it's out of the rules of radicals, you know, create chaos, create more of a drain, create such a drain on the system that it brings the system down. Right. So then we can institute socialism and one world government. Well, if you're bringing people here to work, how is that going to happen? They don't want people to come here to work. 
That's why President Obama changed the asylum requirements. He, he loosened them. Previously, to get granted asylum, you had to demonstrate that you were a victim or very soon potential victim of religious, political, uh, sexual orientation persecution. Not because you live in poverty and not because your husband beats you or your wife beats you. And not because your parents want a better life for you. That's those, those things were added when Barack Obama was president. And that is what's really, along with our already screwy immigration laws, has really compounded the problem. And now we see this influx, and now they're talking about, and I thought we had already heard of the mother of all uh, caravans. But no, now there's I, another one for me. Right. I guess this is the grandmother of all caravans. We're going to have one and a half million illegal aliens infiltrating the United States this year alone. If it continues at this rate, and that's where the president comes in, and we'll pick this up on the other side of the break, but the uh, in February alone, there were more illegals who came into this country for that one month than the two prior years combined for that one month. And of that, 7,000 of them were, quote-unquote, unaccompanied minors. How about that? All right, we'll take a break and come right back with our Sunday evening three-hour classic tour, American Adversary style. Attention pastors, pre-register now for the annual Pastors Masters, Monday, April 15th at beautiful Heathrow Country Club in Lake Mary. And this year you could play with the past NFL stars, joining and giving back to the community through the Retired NFL Players Association. Former Bear player Paul Blair, along with Pastor Herky Walls, formerly with the Bucks and Predators, plus former NFL players like Mike McBath, Don Nottingham, Ricky Shaw, Reggie Branch, and others. Pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com. The food is free. The golf is free. It's all about treating you, our pastors, active or retired, to a day away as we focus in on ministry and fellowship. Pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com and play with past NFL stars. The 2019 Pastors Masters. April 15th at Heathrow. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Nearly everyone loves Italian food, but those people who love true, authentic Italian go to Cafe Positano. It's because owner and chef Pasquale Barba offers home-cooked food from his hometown, Positano, Italy. He is Italian. Local fresh items are combined with rare ingredients imported only from Italy, along with generations-old family recipes. Whether it's pizza or those delicious daily specials, taste for yourself at Cafe Positano, four miles west of I-4 on 436, 407-774-8080, the most authentic Italian food in Central Florida.
boats go out across the evening water Smuggling guns and arms across the Spanish border The wind whips up the waves aloud The ghost moon sails among the clouds Turns the rifles into silver on the border Turns the rifles into silver on the border. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's Al Stewart's on the border, of course. So, border incident. We were just talking about Ricardo Montalban, Larry. Larry Adams has joined us in the studio, and he is in possession, of course, of his closing remarks and a mouthful of garlic potato (laughs) chips. Excuse me. I met Ricardo Montalban. I remember you telling me that. What happened? Did did I? No, I don't think so. Uh, no, this I saw last night a movie he had been in when he was very young. Almost didn't recognize. I recognize his voice. Well, I know before what I you recognize mean. His yes, face. and it's called Border Incident. Yes, it came out in 1949, yep. and it's about the the seedy side of smuggling uh, illegals into the country. And he was a an undercover agent in the movie, and they broke this smuggling ring and just you know the nasty side of it. But I remember you telling me you met him on this movie set, wasn't it? No, it was uh, on a play he did. It was after he had done yeah. Wrath of Khan. Right, the, the Star Trek movie. The best one of all, in my opinion, by yes, the way. Yes, yes, I agree. I have to agree. But no, I met him after that. He was doing a show in Tampa, and he was doing uh, Man and Superman, which is a wonderful uh, uh, Oscar Wilde play. Really? Okay. And and Myrna Loy was there, and uh, Kurt Kasner, remember Land of the Giants? Oh, yeah. The bad guy? Oh, yeah. And Myrna Loy, of course, actress, and... oh. The guy that played the ghost in Ghost of Mrs. Muir, Edward Mulhare. Okay. The four of them were in a wonderful place. I met every one of them. It was fantastic. But again, Ricardo Montalban, he was, you know, I was surprised, as everybody is when they see him, shorter than you would normally think. Right. At that age, super physically fit. Yep. Just incredibly fit. I mean, you know, I, I outweighed him by 30 pounds, and he looked like he could pick me up and then throw me out the window. Sure. Yeah, he always... You know, was fit a fit man? It's probably why he's still alive. No, he's not. Oh, he passed away. Yeah, I January fourteenth, so. two thousand nine. Yeah, I oh, thought wow. so. I Ten thought years so. ago already. Mm. Wow. And at what age? At what age? Um, I think it was eighty. Doesn't somewhere. say, but let's have. A he look. must have been in his eighties. Yeah, probably. Let me. I'll, I'll get back. He to was. You. He was not just an actor. He was a dancer and singer. Is that right? Oh, the whole gambit. I mean, you had to be in, in that era uh, of the pictures. You could certainly see in what I, as I said, was a young Ricardo Montalban, mm-hmm. the fact that he was going to be, you know, a, a, you know, going somewhere in that business because he was just a natural at it. He was and, 89. 89. Well, and, the remake of that movie, Wrath of Khan, was so awful. Is that you right? know, and yeah. I hate to, you know, the actor they're trying to replace him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's just well, nothing like him. Like, I haven't even watched the remake of Longest Yard because I enjoyed the original yeah. one with Burt Reynolds so much, mm. right? How can you top that, right? So, okay. So, Border Incident in the movie uh, was once again, and this was made in 1949 about the illegal smuggling of human beings in the United States on the southern border. And it was just as nasty back then as it was as it is now, uh, and therefore we have this huge influx. As we were just talking about going into the break, they have this now. They're calling it the mother. It's really, I guess, the grandmother of all caravans. It's supposed to be like twenty thousand illegals coming from Honduras, and of course, I they, I'd heard seventy. It may, who knows? It probably swelled to something like I that. I had heard it was expected to be 70. And I would not be surprised. 
And because what they're doing down there is, I'm sure what they're doing is they're telling people, now you got to go now. If you wait too long, Trump is going to close the border. And when Trump talks about closing the border, that reinforces what they're saying down there. But it, but it, it's, it's, it's a catch-22 for President Trump. He has to play this hardball politics for, you know, declaring the emergency and all of that. But what that does is it, it makes people down there more anxious to get here. Well, I have no problem with him declaring the emergency and building the wall. Where I do have a problem is all the, all the places where we're housing the asylum seekers are full. Right. What the heck is ICE doing releasing them into the country so they can take others in and fill it again? They need to close that door, and we don't let anybody else in until we have processed How about these. a moratorium? Even a temporary moratorium where we say until we can stop this problem, we're, we, we, we're, we are going to stop it temporarily until we can solve this problem. Well, the problem, the, the only way you solve this problem is to close the border. I, 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 that's what I mean. And but do it on the situation of a moratorium. We're not permanently closing the border. We're not closing the border until Congress gets it right. It's a temporary moratorium. Even if it's 15 days, that stalls the progression of anyone and everyone. And that's what the president, in essence, is talking about. Uh, he, wow, I didn't know that. He threatened this Friday morning when he was in down at Lake Okeechobee mm -hmm. with uh, Senators Scott and Senator Rubio. Giving Republicans the uh, creds for fixing the, some of the problems some here. Of the, some of the water problems down there, indeed he did. And But the news that, that from the event that, of course, uh, made the coverage was that he said he's ready to close the border, and he said for a long time, if necessary. And he's not kidding around. And he threatened to possibly do it this coming week. And because of this huge caravan, I'm sure he's going to be even more encouraged to do it. And he's playing a lot of the blame. And, and one of the reasons he wants to do it is to encourage the Mexican government yeah. to close their southern border or if they're going to allow these asylum seekers in to keep them in Mexico. And now to your point about releasing them into the country, you're absolutely right. And that's because the courts are forcing them to. But what they also have also done is they have dramatically increased the number of these asylum seekers that they are sending back to Mexico to wait for their hearings to be held. Instead of releasing them into the United States, over the last couple of months, they have increased by fourfold the number of people, now that's not all of them, and it's, and it's not the solution, but it indicates that the president is well aware oh, that's a big of, help. of what you're talking about. Oh, look, I agree he's aware of it, and he's trying to do something about it, and uh, it is a national emergency. He should have closed it already, really, and let let the courts fight about it. Well, Sydney, no. Sydney Powell actually agrees with you, but go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, the other thing I disagree on, Aubrey, is, and I hate to say it, and it comes in its political timing. Right. Uh, this is not the time to push that extreme. You know, you've got a certain time when you, when you shoot your gun, 
I think that's it precisely. <sighs> I think that is it precisely. This is all about timing. Because He's being forced to shoot his gun, and you don't want to shoot your gun when they're trying to force you to shoot your gun. And he didn't... And, and plus, he would rather use it as leverage than actually yeah. do it. Yes. And the uh, he's got the big gun. And the whole thing with the emergency action, he could have taken that action earlier, but he had to do it at a time when it was more politically feasible after the standoff with the guy. The you know to show that he had tried his hardest to go the regular, normal quote unquote way to get it done, and that that was a dead end, and the problem is still there. So now I have no other choice. But I understand your impatience because the problem is bad and getting worse. It's getting worse. The, there is video of Mexico loading these immigrants up on the southern border on tour buses and busing them to the northern border. That's right. Uh, All right. What Mexico has is, is, is done is they are allowing these companies to actually break the law down there. They're not supposed to, pardon me, they're not supposed to do that. But because there's so many of them, Mexico wants to get them up here and on our property as quick as possible. You're Mexico, totally right, should, Chris. Mexico should do what they've done previously to stop immigrants from coming into their country illegally, and that has closed this southern border like Aubrey, they, they done are. prior. Mexico is building a southern wall. They already have one. Well, well, I know, but they're expanding their southern wall they're, for that very purpose. And they are indeed reinforcing Doing it. Doing the same thing we want to do, and our people are saying, oh, no, that's bad. But, but once again, one of the reasons why we didn't have this type of illegal immigration before. Most of the illegal immigration before were Mexicans coming here and actually to work. Yeah. This is why back in the day, V-Verify, I'm sorry, E-Verify might have worked if it were set up properly and, and people and, would actually participate. And in Chris, it. overstaying visas. That's a huge part that, of it, too. Right. That but really see, is. That sort of thing, E-Verify. Which meant, they'd planned on. Right. That sort of thing, E-Verify, is meant to catch because Presumably, those people are staying here because they're getting jobs and things like that. They come here on student visas, and then they end up staying they here. Overstaying. And they get jobs, and they actually become pretty much productive members of society, even though they came here in, a, in their own sort of illegal way. But uh, as, in terms of what comes across the border, this is where the criminal activity goes beyond just coming here illegally. The, the border incident is not so much about the Mexicans coming here illegally— but about how that happens and the crime that is involved in and around it, okay? Not just the crime of smuggling them in here, but the crime of rape, murder, robbery, and all of the things that come with it. Not just when they get here, but as it happens to get them here, right? Okay, we do have to take a break. When we come back, we'll pick this up on the other side of the break. There is a former Obama administration official who now actually agrees with the president. Maybe not to shut down the border, but that there is a crisis there. And he's got some pretty decent credibility. We'll tell you who it is when we come back. We'll tell you who it is when we come back with more of the American adversaries. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The man accused of killing a South Carolina college student who got into his car thinking it was her Uber ride had turned on the child locks in his, in his back seat so the doors could be opened from the outside, police in South Carolina say. 
Columbia Police Chief Skip Holbrook also said investigators found the victim's blood in Nathaniel David Rowland's vehicle. Rowland was arrested and charged in the death of 21-year-old Samantha Josephson. White House Counselor Kellyanne Conway criticizing former Vice President Joe Biden after a former Nevada state law uh, legislator alleged he inappropriately kissed her on the back of her head in 2014. Conway described the woman, Lucy Flores, as quite bold to go against the highest levels of her political party with the allegations and said Biden now has a big problem. More details at srnnews.com. Folks, do you wake up feeling more tired than the night before? Do you toss and turn all night seeking comfort that's not there? Then you need to visit Relax and Comfort. For over 51 years, family-owned and operated Relax and Comfort has helped people sit, sleep, and feel better every day. For instance, with the X10 bed, you and your partner can independently read, sleep, or watch TV in virtually any position you like. At Relax and Comfort, you can also get adjustable number beds and smart pillows that monitor your vital signs as you sleep. They can even tell you how well you're sleeping. Relax and Comfort has a better number bed at a better price. And don't forget to ask about the memory foam mattresses at 50% less than national brands. And if you mention the promo code American Adversaries, you'll get 50% off bamboo bed linen and essential oil pillows all month long. Relax and Comfort has locations in Winter Park, Windermere, Sanford, and the Villages. Visit RelaxandComfort.com or call 321-329-3118. Remember, the quality of your sleep determines the quality of your day. RelaxandComfort.com, 321-329-3118. Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All-British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to all BritishCarClub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners who have taken advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366-6499. That's 407-366-6499. Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries Radio Show. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. 
Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida. NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. Hey, Orlando, this is the AWA's illustrious Johnny Stewart. You know, people always ask me, what do I listen to on the radio when I'm on my private chat? I mean, it's simple. I listen to Orlando's WORL, The Answer, on FM 105.5 AM 660. My good buddy, Christopher Hart. He's on the American Adversary Show. It's like, you know, political professional wrestling. No, I'm sorry. Can you step off my plane and go back and sit and coach? All right, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, we are here. We are live. It is a beautiful Sunday evening. It's supposed to be some rainy weather over the next couple of days, so make sure you tune in here to get those great weather and traffic reports in the morning and afternoon. Uh, okay, so once again, thanks for tuning in. We're here live, as I said, in Relaxing Comfort Studios, Lair Adams. I'm here. Aubrey Khan. Present. Over there. <laughs> and Christopher Hart. Yo! And Jeff is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. We're talking about the border situation, and it is a crisis down there. Now everybody seems to be recognizing that it is a crisis, but it's the type of crisis now that we're, there's some argument over, right? Because, go ahead. You wait and see. Come election time. If the wall has not been built, the Democrats are going to say, you see, he's all talk. He doesn't do anything about the border crisis. Well, Meanwhile, they're the ones that are stalling it and preventing it from happening. And the president is well aware of that, which is why, uh, as you guys both suggested, he's talking about threatening. And I do believe he's pretty much you know, willing to shut the border down if he has to, at least temporarily. Now, that would create quite a bit of chaos down there because there is a lot of trade and commerce that would come and go across the border that would presumably be shut down as well. And how would you go about doing that if you're going to do it in a fashion where people can't be smuggled across the border, not just through the ports of entry, but across terrain, then you're going to need to have troops down there evidently where there's not enough fence. But the wall, the quote unquote fence is being built. And whether all of it will be done by the time the election day rolls around next year, of course, I don't know enough of it, don't know, but I do know that sections of the wall are being built and that the Army Corps of Engineers is already making preparations, if they're not already on job site, to implement the billion dollars that the president dedicated, the Pentagon dedicated this past week. Chris, let me ask you a question. Uh, how is it the media and Obama complete, no, it's, it's, nobody talks about the amount of money Obama dedicated to build a wall. Well, the, why is it that it's invisible? <laughs> it's like when this man did it, it was good. Yep. Well, uh, and when the other guy does it, it's you know. Well, that's that's because they control the media. The liberals control the larger media outlets, and they predominantly drive the storyline. You know, it, it's. We try to drive the storyline as much as possible, but much of the time we're responding to the storyline that they have concocted to shoot holes in it, to show why it's wrong, and to uh, try to help understand how the politics is playing into all of that. Uh, so there's still a great deal of power in the mainstream media. 
and for the foreseeable future. But they are risking all of that with their, you know, ludicrous claims and all of this, you know, Russia collusion hoax and all of this sort of thing. They are threatening their credibility by doing that. But unfortunately, because they have all the large media outlets, they don't really have any true competition with that size. Uh, Fox being probably the only exception to that, and they're pretty wishy-washy. They they are marching so far left. Right. They're doing it at the speed of light. Right. The only the only credible source now is AON. Yep, it is. Uh, no, that's OAN. OAN. Right? Sorry. Yeah, we, we all get that backwards. I know. We, we got OAOC on the mind, I guess, but uh. it is OAN. And One American News Network. But unfortunately, they're not on Spectrum. They're not on a lot of the cable uh, lineups. And, uh, you know, if, if there were to be some kind of true balance in our media system, one of the big three would be conservative, ABC, NBC, or CBS. But not. they're not. All three are dramatically liberal, and they have been forever. Forever. They should all right. be new. You know, the... the uh, the big anti to that, Chris, though, is radio, talk radio. Yep. yep. And this, it, it's a bastion of where nobody else has that, that particular section of media. Well, and, and they're going to take it. I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to, or try to, they're going to do everything they can to try to take this part well, of it. They've been trying, mm-hmm. and they have failed dramatically over the years. I, Alec Baldwin had a short stint. Well, Al, one day? Al, yeah, Al, he, couldn't, he didn't even know the phone number. Al Gore tried it. Before we, actually, before the night before, I mean, the weeks leading up to the night that Larry and I started this show. <laughs> oh, uh, God, as, it was awful. As I was driving around, I was doing stuff like, you're listening to AM660, The Answer, the number, 407 I was forcing myself to memorize it so it just came naturally. So I didn't have to think about it or read a card, even though we kept, you know, cards in front of us. For years. Yeah. But, but Baldwin was funny, though. Yeah, he was. Um, we're going to be... Uh, Are there uh, any callers out there? Call, uh, oh, I have to hey, give the number uh, out first? Uh, listen, <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, you know, in uh, just a moment, we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, hey, Bob. Bob, uh, uh, what, what, was what, what, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, what were we going to talk about? Yeah, come we on, Bob. That. Now, remember, also, Al Gore had a short stint. Yeah. And there have been another, others. Uh, uh, was Sam Donaldson. Sam Donaldson. And if anybody could... Oh, my God. That would have been instant falling asleep. But... The point is, the man was a professional in the industry. He was great. You would think, some extent, that, yeah. if anybody would be able to pull it off professionally speaking, he. But see, the problem for liberals when it comes to radio is you got to use your brain when you listen to the radio. Uh, the the really cool thing about the radio is, as you're listening, in a way, you. I'm talking to when I mean you, folks. I'm talking about you, the listener. You're engaging in conversation inside your head with us because you're having your own thoughts. As we're talking, being inspired to respond to, uh, somehow we get your brain working. And, and, and that Chris, doesn't it, work for liberals because they're trying to numb your brain. Yeah, and Chris, somehow it also works to not to see us. Really, when you think about it, when you're just listening, you don't see us talking to you. You just hear us. Because you're focused. Yes, see, exactly. You've got to, There's a number of points that we need to remember. Number one. The majority of good talk radio, and there are exceptions like Rush and so on, but good talk radio is usually during drive time. And who are the people that do the driving? Well, people that work, which is mainly <laughs> conservatives. You've got how many millions of Democrats that are on welfare? 
Well, and no, they sit at home and watch TV. I, I, I get your point. It's not a bad point but, at all, Aubrey. But but the but the interesting that we thing that we have found out in doing this show is that we have a tremendous number of liberal listeners who listen to the show, and we love all of you. Yeah, but they are the exception and not the rule. I I think to a certain extent they are, but I think also to a certain extent they're just naturally curious for knowledge like conservatives are. The problem for liberals is most of them go to the wrong source to get it. It's like, what did Reagan say? Uh, It's it's not that, that liberals are... Are, are wrong. I remember their, that. Their information is just bad. I, I forget the quote, but it, what he says is, it's not. Oh, it's it's not that liberals don't know anything. It's just that what they know is wrong. Yes. Something, something to that. Basically, that it's not and, true. And it's because they're going to the wrong places. Was uh, Kathy and I were watching Fox last night, and Judge Janine is back on, by the way. And they had Brad Parscale, uh, President Trump's uh, campaign uh, direct. Uh, uh, chairman for the 2020 campaign. Really impressive guy. But anyway, prior to that, they were replaying Mark Levin's show from last Sunday night. Not last night, but the Sunday before. So whoever he had on last night, the replay will be on Saturday night next coming up. And the person he had on there was Brandon Strzok. You evidently pronounce his name. It's spelled S-T-R-A-K-A. You familiar with Brandon Strake of Strzok? We actually had him on a show one afternoon a while back. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was those garlic potato chips. <laughs> it's all your fault. That, that, that's a, good. That, that's a, oh my lord, that's a, another thing about live radio, right? I hope you caught that, Jeff. <laughs> Italian chip, garlic chip. But Brandon Strock is the guy with the walk away movement. Okay, mm-hmm. and he described it, and I remember him describing it very similarly on the radio show. But he had an hour with 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 Levin, and Levin just pretty much gave him a little prodding and let him go, let him talk as will, and so he was able to go into much more detail about how he came to be a member of the Walk Away movement. Big liberal, gay man. He made point of all of this. Voted for Hillary Clinton. Bought into all of the lies of the media about how Trump was a racist, how he made fun of disabled people, and all of this hate and stuff that he had been preached to about. He believed it. And the reason he believed it is because he had never seen or been That's told all anything saw. else. Exactly. So if there's hope out there, it's because there are a lot of listeners who are liberal who are listening to us for whatever reason. They may start out because they think we're a bunch of buffoons and want to, as I said, they're engaging us in their own mind by sitting there arguing with us in their mind. They're going, oh, you hear that? Oh, he did. He couldn't really mean that. This is really way. But that engagement possibly can lead to some enlightenment. Yeah, but they are the exception, not the rule. Well, maybe so, but you got to start somewhere, don't you? Yeah, that happens often <laughs> in life. It really does. Uh, yeah. you know, the abnormal happens. Yeah, indeed. So... Uh, once again, though, uh, to, to get back to the, the, the border thing that we were talking about, it is Jay Johnson who is in agreement with President Trump. If you remember, Jay Johnson spells J-E-H. Jay Johnson was the Department of Homeland Security under President Trump for about the last four years. No, under Obama. I'm sorry, you're right. I'm sorry, bud. Yeah, under President Obama for about the last four years of his administration. And he has never been this you know, hate Trump kind of guy. He's disagreed with him, but he's done it in fairly respectable terms. And he's not in total agreement with President Trump and how Trump goes about things, but he is in agreement with President Trump that there is a crisis at the border. 
primarily a humanitarian crisis, but he also believes that there's a crisis that involves crime because he's seen. Mm -hmm. He has seen what happens, just like from the movie Border Incident. He has seen this criminal side of this, which the media doesn't talk about. What happens to these people who are being smuggled here by the coyotes? You say there's 20 or maybe 70,000 or whatever coming here. Many of those people are going to be crimes are the worst. Well, not just that, but many of the people who are not the worst, that they're just victims. They're going to be the victims of crime of the people who are bringing them here. Yeah, right. Well, they're going to get raped. They're going to get get sodomized. They're they're going to be sold into sex slavery and all the rest. We don't have to even go down the sex side of it. They're going to be robbed. Some of them may not get here because they'll die or get murdered along the way. That too. It is every element of crime that you can think of because you're, in essence, talking about a huge population of human beings come here so there's naturally like Larry said there's going to be criminals amongst them not to mention the people that are orchestrating it so you got all this criminal activity involved in this and jay johnson knows that and at least he's a decent enough guy to admit it while still trying not to agree with trump he has to at least concede some points Unlike Nancy Pelosi, it's how could President Trump close the border to these sweet little children who are coming here for our help? Mm. Yeah, I'd like to send one of them 16-year-old sweet little children to her house. Just one, I think, would do it. Well, remember they they brought some illegals to camp out on her back on, on her front yard, and she had them arrested and hauled arrested off. Arrested and hauled off. How about that? Because that. Because she's so compassionate. Yes, indeed. Uh, she thought probably, I guess, that it would be better that they were in a nice, warm jail cell, cell than out there in the... And, yeah. and the government feeding and clothing them. <laughs> uh, uh, what a humanitarian. She is, isn't she? Mm. All right, we got to take a break. Come back on the other side. Once again, you got the American adversaries here until 8 o'clock. Mark Walters on Armed America, American Radio from 8 until 11 o'clock. So thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back, and I promise, no more... Don't <laughs> Attention pastors. Pre-register now for the annual Pastors Masters. Monday, April 15th at beautiful Heathrow Country Club in Lake Mary. And this year you could play with past NFL stars. Joining and giving back to the community through the Retired NFL Players Association. Former Bear player Paul Blair. Along with Pastor Herky Walls, formerly with the Bucks and Predators. Plus former NFL players like Mike McBath, Don Nottingham, Ricky Shaw, Reggie Branch, and others. Pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com. The food is free. The golf is free. It's all about treating you, our pastors, active or retired, to a day away as we focus in on ministry and fellowship. Pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com and play with past NFL stars. The 2019 Pastors Masters. April 15th at Heathrow. Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All-British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to all BritishCarClub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. Hi, Chris Hart here. You know, I always bring you the best companies that improve your life. Now I want to introduce you to Dr. Ronald Trevisani of Lifetime Teeth Today, Orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon for over 20 years. 
If you need dental implants or oral surgery, this is the guy and this is the place to go. Receive the highest level of dental implant care from a trusted oral surgeon, and by the way, his patients love him. I can eat everything and I enjoy life much more. I really do. I don't have to worry about toothaches, fillings, or anything. We had corn on the cob last night with a filet mignon. It made my toes curl up. Dr. Trevisani, one office, one day, lifetime teeth today. Multiple locations, call 407-598-8141. Dr. Travisani, Orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon. Show that smile again. Call 407-598-8141 today. Ladies and gentlemen, we all know that one of the biggest investments we'll make in life is the house we choose to make our home. So why make this investment without knowing exactly what you're getting into? That's where Aubrey Kahn of Firm Foundation Home Inspections comes in. He'll make sure that excitement over the purchase of a house or rental property or commercial property doesn't turn into a nightmare after you take the keys. To get the most thorough and complete inspection, go to orlandoshomeinspector.com or just call Aubrey Kahn at 321-624-0254. Don't roll the dice on your home purchase. Remember, call Aubrey Kahn at singing along there all right uh thanks again for tuning in we appreciate it we know you you tune in to hear us explode right no they just uh, tune in for me <laughs> 407-774-8255 is the number hey we blow up pro- uh politics that's we really it. do that's it and that's what we've been doing for eight and a half years and tend to keep on and doing it yeah, we we're talking about jay johnson actually agreeing with the president there are a number of democrats that actually now agree with the president that there is a quote-unquote crisis on the border they just characterize it as a humanitarian crisis, and of course they want to lay it at his feet. You mean little Marcos <laughs> agreeing with the president? It's interesting that you mentioned that because I was watching the other day some of the clips of the president in Okeechobee, down there in Lake Okeechobee. With Marco right there. Right there next to him. And when the president started talking about the border, you know, Marco had been there all smiles and everything.
the president starts talking about the border. He's uncomfortable. He, he drops his head down to where his knee is touching his, I mean, his, uh, his chin, his is, chin touching. is touching his chest, so you can't even see his eyes. That That is distinct body language there. Uh, he didn't want to, he didn't even want to be there is what that's telling you. Yep. Little mock. It's, it's like when you were a kid in school and, and it was time to turn in homework or the teacher was asking questions and you'd kind of sink down in your seat a little bit behind the person in front of you, hoping she wouldn't see you and point at you to ask you and, the question, right? Yeah. And the worst part was, Chris, there was Rick Scott standing tall and smiling right next to the president and soaking it all up. Indeed Marco, I'm sorry you're heading straight down for a fall. I, you know, I got to wonder if he even happened to a nicer guy. Uh, no, I, I liked the man. I really did. And I just, uh, he just, I, well, he's following he, the wrong way. Uh, any, anyway, he, uh, he certainly didn't look like he wanted to be there at that point in the conversation. No. That is for sure. But it is a it is a crisis on the border, and it is a humanitarian crisis, and it is not the pro, the president's causing because we've had it going on for many administrations prior to him. If you remember, the Reagan administration was dogged with bad, with immigration problems, which is why they passed that quote unquote comprehensive immigration bill granting amnesty because they were going to guess what they were going to do what they were going, going to, to close the border and gonna, give tax cuts and they were going, and, well, well we did get all the tax cuts but this there's the immigration bill was separate and the reason Reagan signed it was because he was given assurances by both parties that they were actually going to build a wall what, what, and what, later what, on in his autobiography. He admits that that was the, that was the, his biggest mistake was signing that bill. Right, and then history repeated itself under President Bush, George W. Bush. Now they never passed it through, but he tried to. And well, if you remember, who one of the Gang of Eight was? It was our own little Marco. And that's when he began to get his bad reputation because people began to see him as the amnesty guy. And if you remember in the campaign, that was one of the questions that mm-hmm, dogged him, mm-hmm. right? And of course, the president labeled him, and but you know the rest is history. So, the, 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 as I said, the, the 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 problem has been long in the making, and if anything that the president has done that might have made the problem worse rather indirectly, it's because he's actually trying to address it, and the people down there think he actually might do it. And he's draining the swamp, which has their backs up because they like to stay in power. Well, not only that, but it's demonstrating to people around the world that he actually tries to deliver on his promises. And if one of those promises is to seal the border, they are afraid that he actually might seal the border. And that's why I said you're getting these huge groups of people because I guarantee you they're being told down there. It's just like in the old days when they were trying to get people to move to the West. They would write stories in the papers in the East talking about how great it was out there and all this. Come to Colorado and have you a hundred acre ranch and thousands of acres, beautiful land, all this. They're getting basically the same thing down there. Come to America. Trump is going to close the border, claim asylum and get all you And Chris, you have to understand, there's a huge industry here in the United States to get people over here illegally to get some of their money. Uh, They charge it. They're making a profit from, in this country, they're making a profit on gaming every bit of the uh, immigration system. And that's part of the... The theme, the, the theme in that movie, Border Incident, that we started talking talk, talk, or started talking about. Um, but you're, you're absolutely right uh, in, in another sense, though, that 
the the there's an industry an industry to get people here illegally and you know who's part of that industry the democratic party well, somebody else that is much more close to the concert to the republican party churches churches make money by off of taking these people in you have a number of christian groups that are on both sides of the southern border helping these people to come here because they get paid by the government per head it's like a school system where you get so much money per pupil. They get so much money per illegal. So you're absolutely right. It's a cottage industry, a cottage industry of illegal activity on the border, which encourages it. And that is the main source Including of the problem. the people that live around there. They could be the smugglers. Hey, can you, you, hey you know, you're not making much money on your farm. Look how much money you can make if we pay you to let them come across here in the middle of the night and nobody knows anything. And I hate to say it, but I got a feeling that there is some of that going on. I'm and sure a lot. There, there are liberals who have bought property down there probably for that purpose. Yes. And to prevent a fence from being built on that property. Now, the president is building fences right now where it's federal property or they already have approval. But at some point, they're going to come up where they need to build fences on private property. And if those people don't want to allow it, then you have to get into the uh, eminent domain eminent domain, and all of that and court challenges and everything. So that, once again, would slow the process down. But the problem uh, for right now on the border is that the the lax laws for asylum are bringing people here that didn't come here before that are being allowed to stay here and not have to work. And that is a huge problem. Gaming the system. Indeed. All right. Well, we can't game the clock. All right. Nobody can. So we're going to take another break. Come back one hour in, two hours. In a time when all seemed lost, a voice rose from the wilderness. A voice rooted in our unique form of government. A confident voice filled with hope and inspiration that grows louder and louder while articulating the truth for all to hear. It is the voice to be reckoned with. It is the American Adversaries Radio Show, featuring your host, political scholar and philosopher Christopher Hart, co-host, South African-American patriot Aubrey Kahn, News Talk Divas Kathy Santamassino and Patricia Summerlin, and more. Now, sit back and enjoy the American Adversaries. This is Larry Adams. I've got an itch. I'm not going to take it anymore. No, the American Adversaries is on for another beautiful Sunday evening with an all-star cast. Of course, our ringleader, Mr. Christopher Hart. And this guy can throw a fight like you can't imagine and put everybody in their places. Kathy Cano, uh, Santos Massino, 
I said that six times, I'd get a Charlie you, horse you in my can, tongue. You can buy a vowel lawyers. Lars. Let me buy Lars. I call him Lars. That's Lars. I'm, I'm the Swedish guy. Lars. No, it's Lars. Lars Adams. With without the D. And what did you call him in, in the thing there? A South African uh, patriot? Uh, firm foundation of the American adversaries. Uh, I thought it was South African pan fried. South, South, or something. Too. South African American. <laughs> this South guy African is also a sh an excellent chef. Let me tell you, this guy oh, is boy. an excellent chef and a former marathon runner. The double marathon, 50 something miles, barefoot. How many no, years no, ago? Barefoot. I thought you naked. did. Naked. <laughs> barefoot and naked. How many years ago, Aubrey? Was that like in the last century? Oh. Yes, it was actually. <laughs> That's right. Barefoot and naked, you could see him on the porn channel. No, no I'm kidding. No, but they, anyway, Aubrey Kahn. In the 90s. That's right. When Clinton was president. No, not in the 90s. Well, that, uh, in that... the 70s and 80s. Oh my <laughs> actually, they actually still run that race over there, don't they? They do. It's an annual race, the Comrades Marathon. And it is how many miles? 56. 56. Almost a double marathon. Actually, no, it's more than a it's double more marathon. more than double. It's four miles more than a uh -huh. double marathon. That's right. 52 would be a double. Uh, and you've got 11 hours in which to do it. Oh, you have to and do it. And there's a cutoff at the four, at, at the... Uh, at the single marathon mark of four hours. So you, you, you got to do a single marathon in, in four, four hours? hours? Yeah, well, which is normal. Yeah, right. If you're Easy in, for you to say. In, in, in excellent shape and do that all the time. <laughs> well, if you're going to run a marathon, you better be in excellent shape. What was your best time for the whole thing? Nine hours, 57 minutes. Golly. I don't. I could I was ride, exhausted, I could believe ride me. a bike that far in that amount of time, right? It, <laughs> there was a whole bunch of us getting on aircraft to go back to Johannesburg that night, and it took us like a half an hour to get up the stairs to the plane. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of old men, right? Oh man! <laughs> Are there any people that walk because? You do I a lot of walking there, believe me. I have me. shopped, and I can walk a nine-hour marathon shopping. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> There's no carts involved. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're here until, uh, of course, till 8 o'clock, and then Mark Walters will take you live until 11 o'clock. So we talked about the border in the first hour. Let's talk about a little bit about Biden in the second hour here. Do we have to? We should. Yes, I think we should. Papa By Joe. that time, Papa yes. Joe. <laughs> Papa, Papa Joe, uh, his... Uh, his Campaign may be over before it starts. Doomed. Yeah. Can he keep his hands to himself? And that's part of the problem. That's yes. not. It's not all of the problem, though. And and let let's back up a minute and and explain what Larry's talking about. Now, of course, we know Hans Biden has been you know feeling up girl little girls and women right in front of cameras and photo opportunities for a long time. It's the social disease. There's there's one. Uh, it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, there's one clip where there's a guy. I believe I can't remember who he is. He's a cabinet minister or something like that. Member. I think he had just been sworn in by Joe Biden. And oh, this with his wife. He, with his yeah. wife. Oh. And a guy standing at the podium, and Biden standing behind his wife with his hands on her shoulders. Mm -hmm. And you see the guy at the podium kind of look around at like Biden, like, what are you doing, you know? But he turns around and he doesn't say anything because... And she's looking back at Biden, right. too. Right. Like, uh... But they you? didn't want to make a scene, but so... There, there's another clip of him with 
with a little girl, uh, oh, yeah. probably 11 or 12. If that. And she's backing away from him, and yeah, he because he's following. Put, he's, yeah. he's got his hand in inappropriate places. He's, he's putting him on her chest. You know? And he, and, he, and, he, and he does it like he's old, you know, Papa Joe, like Uncle Joe or whatever. He kind of being yeah, leans. Uncle Joe. I'm, I'm there you go. A harmless old man. As though he's just being nice to a child, but. He gives. He gives new meaning to the to to the title handyman. Right. I, if you were an eleven year old girl and some old guy like that was putting his hands on you, I don't think you'd. Actually, that happened to me quite frequently as a little girl. <laughs> and, and was it pleasant? And it was it was men in the military because you know I was a military brat. Well, it was older men in and other words. it was older men in uniform right. and. We don't want to put it on men in the military. No. But it was old. No. I understand what you're saying but because those are the people you were around. Era. Yeah, right. and a it different was a era. Different it was before the Me Too movement. And see, and that is, in essence, Joe's problem. Yeah, he's you still see? back in the 70s. I agree, right. I agree right. totally. We were, we, we, we were, what was it we were watching when Scaramucci came on last week? He said, and he summed it up so perfectly, Anthony Scaramucci. He said, Joe Biden has three problems. He's too pale, he's too male, and he's too stale. <laughs> I love it. In other words, he's too white, he's a yeah. white old man. And his ideas are as old as he is. And he's stereotypical of the conservative movement. I mean, everyone thinks that... You mean the liberal movement? Well, no, wait a minute. There's guys like him in the conservative movement, too. The white, middle-aged guy. I mean, look at at all the men. I mean, come on, let's face it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. It's very rampant, I think, in politics because it's all about winning favor with their constituents. And I think they think... It's it's a, a form of affection. Look, look, yeah, right. think? It's a form yeah, of affection. I don't here's, think there's here's, here's perverts a, in the. Uh, here, here's the point. Okay, it may be that conservatives do this too, but they are the ones who get held accountable, right? Yep. Okay. Yes. So the point Always. is, all right, that Joe Boy has been able to get away with this for so long because he is a liberal. He is a he's Joe Biden. Okay, and that behavior would not have been acceptable even a while back. If a Republican were doing it. Well, I think. And and this is yet still not his real problem. So I don't want to go way down this rabbit hole because his real problem is the other two or the ones that that Scaramucci's talking about. He's too white for the Democrat Party right now. He's too male for the Democrat Party. And he's too his ideas are too old. Mm-hmm. And all of this is going to be held against him by these other candidates in the Democrat primary because they're going to want to take him out because he's the top dog. It's this is you remember the old game King of the Mountain. You guys ever play that when you were mm-hmm. kids? Yes. All right, King of the Mountain. If you never played it, was the, the King of the Mountain was the guy that can stand, the sand hill. can stand on top of the sand hill and keep everybody off, and eventually somebody'd knock him off and become the King of the Mountain. So everybody wants to be the King of the Mountain. So in order to be the king of the mountain, you got to knock the king of the mountain off. So he's going to be the target. And I don't think they're going to go after him because he's feeling up girls. That's because the liberals, they don't do that to their own primarily. They let him get away with it, just like Bill Clinton. What well, wait a minute. They set a precedence with Al Franken. Well, and he did way worse than Al Franken. Uh, indeed. But Al Franken wasn't, he wasn't. The Joe Biden that has been in Democrat politics for decades. He, he didn't a, have the creds. Right, exactly. He was a Democrat who got involved late in the game. 
so to speak. And and I think most of the candidates that are white men are now under scrutiny so much yep. that um, if he were Hispanic or black, I don't think it would be quite the news story. But the fact that he's white and he's a career politician, and I think I really said to you, Chris, on many occasions, the Dems are throwing their own under the bus or what? eating their own or whatever you want to, whatever analogy you sure. want to use, because they're they're trying to gain um, enough room for these other minority people in the Democratic Party. Well, and that's that's but that's part of the game of King of the Move Mountain. Them out. Is and right. And They're, the age factor too. Well, He's well, over that, seventy. But that see that doesn't work against Bernie Sanders. And what Bernie Sanders see what sets Bernie Sanders across, he has two of the evil three that Scaramucci talked about. He is too pale and he is too male. But he is not stale. See, Bernie Sanders has brought fresh ideas, whether we like them or not he has brought fresh ideas to the Democrat Party. And if you watch closely, you will see these younger minority candidates that you're talking about, Kathy, are adopting his policy positions. Mm -hmm. Medicare for all, these notions of guaranteeing a job, guaranteeing this, guaranteeing that. Things that are, by the way, as I've said before, they're right out of the Soviet Union Constitution. Mm -hmm. The Soviet Union had a constitution. The Solalinsky system that they're, that they're implementing. Well, that's what, that's that's the strategy to get it to implemented, get it right. but what they're trying to implement is what the Soviet Union guaranteed in their constitution. They mm -hmm. guaranteed you a job. They guaranteed you health care. They guaranteed you a home. They guaranteed you all this stuff. Well, how did it turn out? Right, it your collapsed. job. Well, your job was was working as a slave labor. Your your home was this little dingy apartment you could barely raise a family in with no modern appliances. When you go to the store to get food, you better send your wife and allow her to stand there for hours to get stuff because it was scarce. It didn't work. And look what it did for the uh, cultural movement, the arts, and remember when Rudolf Nureyev defected from Russia, he was a ba ballet dancer, one of the top well, in the world. Well, and I will and say he this. defected because Russia was dictating when he would work, you know, what kinds of um, right. ballet he would perform. And, and one of the reasons... And he left. He left Russia. But, but he also, while he lived there, he lived a privileged life. Now, yeah. they dictated how he would live it, but he lived in nice quarters, he ate good, he got everything that most people did not get, and that's because he was a symbol to the world of what the Soviet Union could do, what the Soviet Union could be. You remember how the good they used to be in the Olympics? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were always winners. Always. It seems like they were always winners. Especially in the strength competitions, whether it was men or women. You remember how we talked about back in the day how their women were really men, you know? That, and They could have been. And, and many of them probably were that were taken. Well, they got, they, they got now, they hormones. Were the, they, and... they, they were the trannies before trannies were cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and one thing, Chris, you know, I just wanted to bring up was uh, one thing about the, the Democratic Party right now is a lot of their front runners and the people they're highlighting let's face it, have been losers in elections yeah. up to this point. Yep. I mean, Beto O'Rourke, uh, Gillum, Gillum's talking about coming in, you know, the loser here. I mean, other guys that have lost major races. You have to go down to the women before you get to one who hasn't. You're right. Uh, because Joe Biden has lost races. If he Consistently. Gets, he has lost his two first, his two previous presidential attempts. He's lost, and Trump is right. He never got any support. 
He never couldn't even get one percent. No, and he was always out early. And uh, so if he if he gets in and loses this time, he'll be a three-time loser, right? And uh, Bernie Sanders lost, whether he was cheated or not. He, he allowed himself to be cheated to Hillary Clinton, so he was a loser last time. A big loser, yeah, not just a loser, a big loser. And Beta O'Rourke, just uh, Bobby O. O'Rourke, just lost his election down there in Texas, even though he had everything going for him. And this woman, Stacey Abrams, uh, who's kicking around the idea. By the way, there was some talk about Joe Biden was going to ask her to be his vice presidential candidate. When she was asked about it, she says, I don't run for second place. <laughs> no, that's been said before. Yeah, so they're thinking now maybe she may get in. And, of course, she just lost that race up in Georgia. And, and Hillary's goal so there's a strong she, chance she, she's going to try and get in again. And John Kerry. Don't leave that horse face. I hadn't heard that. Oh, no. Mr. Hines. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all because they think they can come in at the last moment and bail out a party in chaos. Which, I think it's wonderful. The more, the merrier. Well, it is. It is because they are going to have to go after one another. Yeah. They are going to be draining resources in the in the process. Fight for the fittest. Right. And, and I, I think that's what the mayor of New York is waiting on. And and Trump can kind of manipulate the process. Did I say manipulate? Well, because that's what we do in politics. If you have the chance. And what I mean by that <laughs> is that he can set some of the tone of the debate and that will perhaps guide who wins the Democrat primary, who I can, whoever can respond best to his tone that he sets. Speaking of dossier, Trump has quite a dossier of issues he can use in his advertising <laughs> for the 2020 reelection campaign. Yeah. All right. So we will take a break and come back and talk a little bit about the, this and the president and what he has done in order to once again set the tone for the Democrat primary as well as for the campaign. He's been doing it this week and it's confusing the media, Democrats and Republicans alike. That's and Chris, has any other Republican thrown his hat in the ring yet? Oh, no, and that's not, I don't believe it's going to happen. It, 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 it'll be just a, a side thought. But uh, we'll come back and I'll tell you what the president has done in order to seize the day in terms of this particular campaign issue. We're going to tell you why he's done it and help to cut through the confusion. That's what we do right here on the American Adversaries. We're TNT Dynamite. Power loads just ready to explode. How can I Attention pastors, pre-register now for the annual Pastors Masters, Monday, April 15th at beautiful Heathrow Country Club in Lake Mary. And this year you could play with the past NFL stars, joining and giving back to the community through the Retired NFL Players Association. Former Bear player Paul Blair, along with Pastor Herky Walls, formerly with the Bucks and Predators, plus former NFL players like Mike McBath, Don Nottingham, Ricky Shaw, Reggie Branch, and others. Pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com. The food is free. The golf is free. It's all about treating you, our pastors, active or retired, to a day away as we focus in on ministry and fellowship. Pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com and play with past NFL stars. The 2019 Pastors Masters. April 15th at Heathrow. Merrily here from Vacation Travel Planners, a member of Cruise Planners with the latest vacation deals. Like Bahama Cruises from $2.49 per person. Or how about a seven-night Alaska cruise from $6.49 per person. On Celebrity Cruises, book a balcony or higher on a seven-night select Caribbean, Europe, or Alaska sailings and receive specialty dinner for two. Get free prepaid gratuities on select sailings with Oceana Cruises. 
Sandals and Beaches all-inclusive resorts are up to 65% off. Get free prepaid gratuities on select Avalon Waterways River Cruises. Give us a call at 321-251-4777. That's 321-251-4777. Or visit us at vacationtravelplanners.com. Keep listening to the American Adversaries for new travel specials every week. Bon voyage! Nearly everyone loves Italian food. But those people who love true, authentic Italian go to Cafe Positano. It's because owner and chef Pasquale Barba offers home-cooked food from his hometown, Positano, Italy. He is Italian. Local fresh items are combined with rare ingredients imported only from Italy, along with generations-old family recipes. Whether it's pizza or those delicious daily specials, taste for yourself at Cafe Positano, four miles west of I-4 on 436. 407-774-8080, the most authentic Italian food in Central Florida. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida. NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. That's right, old Joe Boy is going to have to watch out for those man-eaters now out there because they got the me, they're armed with the Me Too movement. So this all bubbled up suddenly. Like I said, we've been talking about him and his grabby hands for quite some time. And Lair and uh, Kathy were just talking about how he's old school and he can't, you know, he learned these old ways and he can't seem to get over his old habits, right? That well, is- things were different in the 70s. Like I said, there were no federal laws against sexual harassment. So As, men basically could do whatever they wanted, put their hands wherever they desired. Like pat women <laughs> on the butt. Sure. Yeah. All right. So. And uh, they got slapped. The, the, there was the, something wrong with you. The, the point is that, that he he never seemed to get past that. And evidently, a couple of years ago, 
in a an election year, he was helping a well. He went to, I guess it was a campaign fundraiser rally for a woman who was running for lieutenant governor in, I think it was Nevada. Uh, but anyway, he, at some point during the, as once again, this, he does his stuff on stage. So that's part of his excuse was, I wouldn't do this on stage if I was trying to really, you know, grab somebody. But anyway, he comes up behind this woman again, and he puts his face into her hair and begins to sniff her hair. Now, I got to admit, you know, that's <laughs> that's nice to do. You do but... that to me every now and then. <laughs> if you're slow dancing with a woman, you, allow yeah, it. you can do but that. You if got, you're hugging I mean, a woman, maybe. That, that, that's generally something, exactly, that's it's considered to be petting of sorts. Is it? And uh, you tell me. Sniffing? So, <laughs> and then he would proceed, and then he proceeded to kiss her. On the the back, I guess, what do you call that? Nape of the nape of a neck. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds like foreplay to me. It's exactly right, and that's the the way she took it. Now, Would she his said, wife mind that? I think so. Is he married? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. his wife. He's the one. He no, said right. he, he was going to take that's her out right. and have her take that shotgun and cock it that's once. Right. And that's right. That's right. His wife, his wife a doctor. is Doctor Biden. That's right. She's a doctor. That's right. I forgot. Uh, so. Uh, he, uh, so this woman said she didn't say anything because she didn't feel empowered to, but now with the Me Too movement and stuff, she's come out and said this. And his response, or first response, his first response was basically, you know, I'm sorry, I, you know, if I did that, I didn't mean to. And she didn't kind of blew it off. And then he came out and kind of said it again, but reemphasized it and said that he has been to many events and done uh, things many times that uh, if he if he offended anyone, he's sorry and this and that and the other thing. So what, basically what he is saying is you may not have heard the last of this. In other words, yeah, this, I woman think you're just, right, Chris. this woman just came out. Nobody had any idea that this had happened because there was no obvious video of it. Like when he's, the others we've seen. When he's pawing the little girl and when he's got his hands on the, the guy's wife as he's speaking at a podium, as the man is speaking at a podium. And the husband's there. It's right there. It's and bizarre behavior. And you see him turn around and look at Biden like, what are you doing pawing my wife? Exactly. And, but this was done, so she came out. On her own accord, there was this. We wouldn't know about this if she. No didn't. Republican is paying her off. Right. No Republican attorney like Aminati or whatever is paying her off to come out here and say something. It, it, and this exactly. woman is to the public light. Exactly. And this woman is in politics well, as well. Yeah, exactly. And so the the deep state. You know, we often talk about the deep state and how it affects conservative politics. But the deep state can also be involved in liberal politics. See, they want to control all politics. It's not enough of them just to harass Republicans. They are very capable of harassing Democrats as well. Anything to get power. To, to get the power that they want. And see, as, as I said, Scaramucci said, it's, it's like the three strikes. You can have one or two, but you can't have all three. And Biden's got all three. He's too pale, he's too male, and he's too stale. His ideas are not where the Democrat Party wants to go now. And so they don't want to be encumbered with him for four years or whatever. They want their new ideas, and they want them now. So he will not be, if he gets in, he will not be the Democrat uh, nominee. Well, and, and it doesn't matter if he's in the front runner right now. When Bill Clinton got into the race back in 19, what was it, 91 to run in 92, 
yeah, to run in 92. Do you remember who the front runner was when Bill Clinton got in? Nobody had even heard of Bill Clinton. You remember, you remember who the front runner was? No. A guy named Cuomo? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mario. Right. Mario Cuomo. And he was way ahead of everybody. And he didn't last three months. Bill Clinton came in, and next thing you know, he was the hot thing, and there he was. And, and Chris, I will have to take issue on one thing. I honestly think uh, Bernie Sanders does have all three also. His message is also stale to some extent in that it didn't work in the last election. Well, it may work in this one, but people, I think, understand that his message didn't work at that time. I understand what you're saying. And he may be stale in the sense that he is now delivering the same message that he did before. And yeah, now he has, he has nothing new to offer. But you have these new faces and new voices that are delivering their version of his Let me ask plan. you this, Chris. We know Trump has a lot of charisma, and Uncle Joe obviously doesn't. Who do you think of the Democratic Party has charisma? I think the one to look out for right now is Kamala Harris. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, Bobby O. O'Rourke is going to have his own problems. She is the one who has a little bit of substance, and she fits the casting call. She's female, she's of color, and she has accomplishments that she can stand behind. She was a district attorney in California. She was the state attorney uh, in California. With the help, thanks to George Soros. And of course, she is now a senator. So she's got a little something she can she can claim. And as I said, she's got the she's got what they're looking for. She's a female of color. Right? And they want to put, put that up against, against Trump because they, they think his weaknesses are those things. We'll take more get this we'll be right back. <laughs> With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The U.S. Marine Corps reports two pilots have died in a helicopter crash that happened near Yuma, Arizona. A statement from the Marine Corps Air Station that was posted on Facebook says that the crash occurred at about 8.45 p.m. Saturday. The Marine Corps says the pilots of the AH-1Z Viper were conducting a routine training mission. The cause of the crash is under investigation. Former Vice President Joe Biden is defending his interactions with women, saying that he does not believe he's ever acted inappropriately. That comes after a Nevada politician says that Biden made her feel uncomfortable with a kiss on the back of her head in 2014. The assertion has prompted some Democrats to question whether Biden is too out of, of step with his own party to run a successful 2020 presidential campaign. More details at srnnews.com. If you've ever had a good massage, you know how it can relieve your stress, aches, and pains. You also know it can be expensive and take time out of your day. But it doesn't have to. At Relax & Comfort, you can get your own programmable massage chair for less than a cup of coffee per day. Quiet your body, clear your mind, and loosen your muscles in the comfort of your own home with a Brio massage chair from Relax & Comfort. The Brio is state-of-the-art, complete with foot rollers, back heat, zero gravity, and you can customize your massage or choose from 10 
popular options. And while supplies last, you can save hundreds on selected models during the semi-annual floor model clearance sale. Remember to ask about no interest finance options and mention the promo code American Adversaries to get 50% off Maloof bamboo bed linens or essential oil sleep pillows all month. Relax and Comfort is family owned and operated and has locations in Winter Park, Windermere, Sanford, and the Villages. Visit RelaxandComfort.com or call 321-329-3118. Your true wealth is your health. Get your massage chair today. RelaxandComfort.com, 321-329-3118. Attention HR managers and business owners. If you're not screening your new hires, you're asking for trouble. Hi, I'm Kathy Santamassino with ASAP Programs. Negligent hiring is on the rise and can be an employer's worst nightmare, leading to litigation and legal costs that could cripple your business. The average cost of settling a negligent hiring lawsuit is nearly $1 million, with the largest claim on record at $26 million. With Applicant 360 Screening Solutions, you will be able to perform comprehensive background checks quickly and discreetly, allowing you to properly vet incoming talent. Whether your organization is big or small, it's your responsibility to safeguard your workplace and protect your customers. Don't base your hiring decisions on a first impression and a resume. Call me today at 407-702-9511. Call 407-702-9511. Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All-British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to All BritishCarClub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners who have taken advantage 
advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366-6499. That's 407-366-6499. Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Folks, this is pro wrestler and WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and I listen to the American Adversaries. Tough guy. All right, that's our dear friend Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who just got out of the hospital. We want to wish him well. He had a procedure and is in better health now. So thank goodness for that. Thank God for that. Uh, Hacksaw is a great, great, great friend of the show. And uh, actually, a very smart man. All right, you are listening to the American Adversaries. You've got Aubrey Khan, Lair Adams, Kathy Santo Messino, and myself in the Relax and Comfort Studio. Jeff is on the bridge. 407 774 8255 is the number. I want to talk a little bit more about the campaign, but I want to uh, change it up a little bit to talk about the Republican side. Because this week, of course, the president. Uh, has been uh, vindicated, as he puts it, totally exonerated as well, and and he's, he should. He certainly has been vindicated. Of course, people can argue about whether he's exonerated because of the wording of the report, which, by the way, is going to come out prior to the middle of April. By the middle of April, if not prior to, it won't be out by Tuesday, as the Democrats are demanding. And when it does come out, it will be a bound version that you can buy. And it will be redacted. From the government printing office. It will be have redactions in it, but you will, will be able to buy the version that will come out. Obviously, you'll be able to get it online. We'll make sure we have a link to it on our Facebook page and that sort of thing. But if you're like some of us who like to have these historical things, like I've got uh, my, I've got a copy at home of the uh, uh, Shuttle Challenger report. Mm-hmm. Remember when it went up? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, sure. So, well, they published the Warren report when JFK yep. was assassinated, and I know my yep. dad bought that, and that was a big book. Boy, if you if you still had a copy of that, it's probably worth some money. Yeah, but the uh, the report is it's it, it's going to come out. So, so the Republicans having this big week, and then all of a sudden the president starts talking health care. And the Republicans are like scratching their head, can't figure out, why are you doing this? This is a Democrat issue. This is what they're winning on. Why would you bring this issue up? Why would you give them this? When well, you we're just on a roll. It, when you just had, exactly. And the media is doing the same thing. And the, the conservative media is scratching their head in wonderment while the liberal media is calling him an idiot for having done it. And the Democrats are gleeful and tickled that, oh, we've, we've got him where we want him now. And uh, the president was at it again today. Uh, he also mentioned that Rick Scott is going to be one of the ones to write the uh, the Republican plan. And Rick Scott today kind of dodged that a little bit, uh, sort of saying that there would be a lot of guidance from the White House, which I would imagine there would. But and there's all this confusion. Why would he do this? You know, basically the Republicans crying about it and the Democrats gleeful about it. Well, I will tell you why he's doing this. And we started about this on talking about this on Friday night show on when Pierce was in. And that is because the president goes on the offensive. He doesn't play. He doesn't play defense defense. He plays offense and he always goes on the offense. And Kevin McCarthy, who, of course, is the Republican leader in the House now. 
presumably would be the speaker if Nancy Pelosi, the Democrats, hadn't taken over. He, uh, all reports are, and he evidently has confirmed them, the beginning of the week when this first came out, he called the White House and, and asked the president not to do this. And the president said, no, I'm going to do this. And here's the reason why. And this was why McCarthy did not want him to do this. We, as McCarthy puts it, Republicans lost the House because they lost it on that issue. When you did exit polling, people that the health care was their primary issue slaughtered Republicans, something like 68 to 20. That is exactly why the president is doing this. He doesn't want to allow that to happen again. And the way that happened was the, Dem the Republicans tried to ignore the issue. They didn't want to take it head on. I remember in the congressional race here, the Republicans weren't talking health care. There, there was no plan. There was no guidance. And it wasn't the candidates' fault primarily because they weren't getting any help from the party. That The party is clueless when it comes to health care. It's a sad fact we have to come to grips with the sad fact that John McCain, when he gave the thumbs down that night on the repeal of Obamacare, might have actually done the Republicans a favor because they had nothing to replace it with. And it's difficult to say that because we, we wanted it to be tossed. And I actually think that if McCain would have done what he promised to do, and that was give it a thumbs up, that the Republicans at that time would have been forced to do what their president is forcing them to do now. And that is to devise, devise a plan that they can run on rather than let the Democrats run on their plan and you have none while it is a huge issue amongst people. CNN, we talked about this earlier in the week. CNN did a poll recently where they simply asked one question. What is your main issue for 2020? They did not give you any options. It wasn't a multiple choice. They simply asked the open-ended question, what is your main issue for 2020? The top three in this order were immigration, the economy, and, and health care. And you want to better, you better believe the president understands that. He understands that if you're going to have this as an issue in the campaign, you have got to be on the offensive you can't be sitting there on the defensive hoping that nobody will notice you. Once again, it's kind of like the thing when you're, you're, you, you haven't done your homework in class and the teacher's asking questions and you slink down in your seat hoping no one will see you. Exactly. And yeah. the Republicans are doing that on health care. Oh, yeah. we're slinking down in our seats. Hopefully nobody will notice us on this issue. And, and along comes the president. Oh, hey, look, I want to talk health care. And they're all going, oh, no, no, we don't want to be seen on this issue because we don't know what to say. It's hard. Right. And the it, president. It's the elephant in the room. Right. And the president is saying, too bad. If we're going to win, we're going to have to use this issue as one of the ones that we win on. We can't concede this issue to Democrats because it is too big of one, because it, it dramatically affects the way women vote in particular. Well, problem is, what plan are they going to come up with? Because is it going to be single payer? 
You talk about elite to single payer. You talking about Republicans? Yeah, yes. that's a good point, Aubrey. Well, because that's, that's going to be don't the problem. Know what they want. Obamacare has defined where we need to go on health care. I disagree. Even though I disagree uh, well, with I, Obamacare, and, and I don't. I if disagree. the Republicans come up with a single payer plan, single payer plan, they're doomed. They're absolutely doomed. It will not be a single payer plan. No, it'll be a step towards it. I, I don't know if that's the case. The Democrats remember they want to give away everything. If you look at what's, let's look at. Excuse me, we're interrupting, but let's look at what's happening right here in the Florida legislature. And, and I'm sorry I wasn't as up on this as I am now when David Smith was in here Friday, but he'll be back in two weeks, and you better believe I'll be asking him about it then. Because what's happening in the Florida legislature is you have proposals in there that want to do away with our reliance on Obamacare and replace it with market-oriented solutions. They want to allow there to be more hospitals. They want there to allow to be more options. I see you frowning and scowling and stuff. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about implementing a plan. Right now what we're talking about is having something to run on. Yes. And that that has got to be diametrically opposed to what the Democrats want to do, which is a single payer, everybody gets the same system. You're More preaching to the choir here. The problem is that in Washington, we don't have Republicans with enough backbone. And that's what the president is addressing yep. by taking this issue on head on. And since he did it at the first of the week, now McCarthy is on board and others are on board because they see the president is going to force them to be on board, whether they like it or not. And I do believe they're also beginning to see the logic in it, which is what we're talking about here. You cannot allow the Democrats to have this issue unopposed. And hold you, their feet to the fire. You, exactly. I, I have, You've got to show I them. I agree. Okay, so let's don't argue about it. It, it. I understand that there is resistance amongst the Republicans, but it's not because of the solution. It's because they're afraid of the issue. They're afraid of coming up with the right solution. Well, that's the point. See, they're afraid of that. And the, and the president is, is showing them, I'm not going to be afraid. You don't have to be either. And if we're going to win big, this has got to be one of the platforms that we win on. And he's absolutely he right. Is. And that's why he's taking this head on. Let's see what Roger has to think. Thank you for calling tonight. Roger, go ahead. Hey, good evening. We've got the original Titans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to simplify this too much, but uh, if, we, if we keep talking this persons of color, aren't we kind of playing into the leftist narrative? No. See, I, I I consider myself I'm a p person of color. <clears throat> I, I'm I'm not. If you were lacking color, you'd be clear. Okay. Or well, I'm not white like that piece of paper on, <laughs> on your desk. So that's right. I'm, I'm a multi-ethnic American nationalist. Uh, I see where you're coming from, and I mean, uh, but in order to, for sake of conversation, and in order to distinguish these people one from another, and point out what is important to them. At some to some extent, I have to use their terminology. In other words, if they're calling themselves people of color and that's how they're distinguishing them, then I sort of have to do that as well for purposes of conversation. But yeah. the yeah. fact yeah. of the matter is you're absolutely correct. There is no human being who is not a person of color or they would be the invisible man. 
or woman right. or, or trainee or whatever, right? But even yeah, albino well, is extremely white. Reframing the narrative, right? It's hard to crack, you know. Well, it, a long time. And here, Aubrey Khan right. is an African American, and I'm darker than he is. Because <laughs> I have white privilege. Oh, that's, right. that's, right. <laughs> that's it. Because he, he's from the South, South Africa, and he got bleached out. That's there it. you go. Oh, the sun that's, did it. Yeah, there you go. It. Yes, that he, was Hillary's fault. He is the, uh, an enigma. He is a confederate. Careful what you call African-American. <laughs> I'm an ultra-conservative left-wing liberal. <laughs> he's so far to the left, he's all the way back around on the right. Okay. That's what, that's what one of my professors said we're, in college about me. We're doing what we can to reframe the narrative. So. You got it, Roger. Thank you so much. Doing a great job, Chris. All right. God bless. All right. Okay, got to take a break. Come back. we got another segment of this hour. Then we got a whole another hour to go right here with the American Adversary Sunday evening three-hour classic tour. Thanks for being there. Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to All BritishCarClub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. Hi, Chris Hart here. You know, I always bring you the best companies that improve your life. Now, I want to introduce you to Dr. Ronald Trevisani of Lifetime Teeth Today, Orlando's trusted board-certified oral surgeon for over 20 years. If you need dental implants or oral surgery, this is the guy and this is the place to go. Receive the highest level of dental implant care from a trusted oral surgeon. And by the way, his patients love him. I can eat everything and I enjoy life much more. I really do. I don't have to worry about toothaches, fillings, or anything. We had corn on the cob last night with a filet mignon. It made my toes curl up. Dr. Trevisani, one office, one day, lifetime teeth today. Multiple locations, call 407-598-8141. Dr. Travisani, Orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon. Show that smile again. Call 407-598-8141 today. Well, you've heard the horror stories. The couple comes home from shopping. There's water pouring out of the ceiling fan in the living room. Henry, quick, grab a bucket. My new wood floors. They're ruined. Gosh, I wish we had this home inspected before we signed on the dotted line. This is Aubrey Kahn of Firm Foundation Home Inspections. Buying a home is the biggest investment you'll make. You have to know what you're getting into. Henry and June now have a nightmare on their hands. Don't let that happen to you. Call Firm Foundation Home Inspections before you sign on the dotted line. We'll inspect the property from roof to foundation with the latest technology to know if there are any leaks or electrical problems. You'll get a detailed report and at Firm Foundation we warranty our work ensuring your peace of mind. Don't make that big investment without calling the home inspector that more realtors use. Firm Foundation Home Inspections. Call 321-624-0254 or go online to orlandoshomeinspector.com. Emergency.
Nancy. <laughs> I've never watched this show, but evidently this is the opening. Thanks. Uh, I had Jeff pull this up because it's all about health care, right? And this is an emergency. Not only do we have a problem on the border, we got a problem with our health care system. And one of the problems that we have, by the way, with our health care system is the burden that is put upon it by our illegal immigration problem. Amen. Sure. A lot of these people come here needing health care. A lot of these people come here because they know they'll get the health care here. A lot of these people come here not knowing they're ill when they get here. And when they need the health care, Chris, they haven't paid into the system. Not a dime. Mm-hmm. Well, right. and, and they clog and back up the emergency rooms. Indeed. So that has all got to be a part of the solution, too. Okay. Simple. Close the border, deport all illegals, and that'll solve half the problem. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Uh, By the way, we constantly encourage you to check out our Facebook page, and we got our Facebook queen right here doing a great job. Tell folks some of the things they'll find there today. (laughs) All of a sudden, she doesn't know what to say. I I was up late last night posting today, not so much. Um, uh, What's one of the hot tickets? Mick Jagger is canceling his tour. Wait because... a minute, you were up late last night with Mick Jagger? No. <laughs> no wonder he's canceling his tour. He's tired and worn out. Um, he's 75 now, for all you rockers out there. And, you know, he's been going like gangbusters for how many years? 50-plus years. And now his health is catching up with him, and he's taking a break. He's running that out of drugs. That was one of the stories. Uh, the, 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 there has not been an announcement on why uh, evidently, the, all they're saying is that his doctor told him he is not allowed to, he's in no shape or not allowed to, I forget which, to go on tour right now. He was scheduled, they're scheduled to start their, I forget what the name of the tour is called. It's not a farewell tour, it's, but they were scheduled to start in Miami in a week or two here in April. And he's been hospitalized, they say, he will make a full recovery, which seems to me it's probably some sort of bronchial yeah. or uh, uh, has to do with this voice. pneumonia related type stuff. Well, have yeah. they flushed out Keith Moon yet again? <laughs> <laughs> Dried him out or flushed him flushed out? Right? They, they, they keep, you know, draining his blood and replacing him because he's got so much uh, heroin in it. Uh, yeah. You all, know, it's all like, he does is geese up. So they're recycling again. it and selling it off again? <laughs> he, he doesn't go through withdrawal. They just pull the old blood out and put in new blood. He's like, oh, I, I'm not going through withdrawal. I anyway, guess. Kathy has got a knack for finding the stuff that you folks are interested in and putting it on our Facebook page. And we appreciate all the activity we're getting there and, and some of the coolest stuff are the comments that we get, right? Yeah, the comments are just unbelievable. And liberals are following us, too, which right. I think is a compliment to our show. Of course. We try to be level-headed about how we report the controversial topics. And I put a lot of memes on there that are really comparing socialism to capitalism in case you youngsters out there don't know the differences. And they're pretty blunt. You know, countries that have lived through it, people who have left these socialist countries to come to America, the greatest country on the planet. Mm -hmm. And they can relate to what a lot of people are talking about because they lived through it whether you're from Cuba or you're from um, Venezuela or Russia or any of these third world countries that were under socialism and you're living here, it's so stark, the differences. Indeed. So that's American Adversaries on Facebook. Please go there and like us if you haven't already. 
and uh, thank you for all the traffic that we're getting there. We really do appreciate that. Okay, we got uh, time for another call before we have to take another break, and it will be Clint. Clint, you're up next. Thanks for being out there on a Sunday night. We appreciate that. Oh, oh my pleasure. I'm enjoying the show. Thank you. Uh, one of the um, part of the Obamacare law that was not passed, that was not put into option, I guess, yeah. was to tax the Cadillac plans. Um, Cadillac plans. Right. And so my, my solution, let's tax that. Let's tax the four, match 401ks. Let's match the short-term disabilities. Let's tax everything. And that's going to be the <laughs> and, solution? And, and, and hey, that's my solution, which is part of the law, which everybody will go, crap, I can't afford that. Yeah. And they'll, they'll say, oh, my God, maybe maybe the old way wasn't that bad. Well, it, it, I understand your strategy, but it just so happens that the grounds that the the government, that the president instructed the Solicitor General to argue against Obamacare in the federal court right now is that it is no longer a tax. And as such, it is no longer constitutional. If you remember, uh, it was John Roberts who declared it the the so-called mandate a tax sure when, he, when he Obama changed had, the rule right when Obama had argued all along that it was not a tax in order to sell it to the public he had to argue it was not a tax and John <laughs> Roberts in two Supreme Court decisions so I understand what you're saying but right now the strategy is to get it struck down because it is not a tax so Clint should we tax everyone and everything at let's say seventy percent. No, no. I'm on your guys' side. <laughs> no, really? And then we can get all the free health care, free housing, free food, free everything we want. That's the Elizabeth Warren uh, plan, you might say, or the Ocasio-Cortez. But all right. Well, thank you, Clint. I appreciate it. You bet. All right. Thank thanks you. for being you out bet. there. Right. Sounds green to me. Yeah. No, I, I, I suspect that what the Republicans say, we'll come up with a plan, and it will be primarily market-oriented. It might have some new ideas in it, but a lot of the ideas will be things that we have heard before but that we know will work. And one of the reasons why you can get automobile insurance, by the way, so cheaply, and it is cheap when you consider it, is because insurance companies can sell you auto insurance anywhere in the country. GEICO doesn't just sell in Florida. They sell in all 50 states. The same thing for State Farm, Progressive. Pretty much all of the auto insurers can sell anywhere, which means they're constantly competing against one another. I don't know about you guys, but I constantly in the mail get, do you guys ever get these things in the mail from like State Farm yes, or whatever? Yes, all the time. And they're trying to get you to come to them for a cheaper rate. And they're never cheaper. Right. Well, the point is, though, they are, they're, they're, it's because the rates are already so cheap. Mm -hmm. And it's because they're in competition with one another. We do not enjoy the same thing with health care insurance. And with Obamacare dictating what you have to buy, you don't even have any choice when you go to a, a health care provider. You have to buy what they say you have See, to buy. See, I have a problem with the whole health insurance argument. I don't think health insurance is a right. No, it is. I think it's a privilege. Okay. And well, that's, that's where we've gotten into the weeds. And Everybody thinks, I deserve it. Do you deserve a brand new car every year? Well, see, that's no, you have to budget for it. Well, see, a lot of people would disagree with that. And that's what the Democrats are relying on when they say health care should be a, a, a single payer uh, Medicare for all. Because it should they, be a right. Once again, no, it isn't said, a right. Well, it's not, not in our constitution. Okay, saying, okay, I understand what you're saying. But what I'm saying is for political purposes, they are selling it as such. Yes. Once again, think of what I said a little while ago. Because. 
health care was a right under the old Soviet Constitution. Right. This is part of their bigger package yes. where all of these things are a right. And what makes the others easier to sell, minimum wage, place to live, is because it's easy to sell the notion that health care is a right. Why? Everybody should have a right to Just go like to the Obama doctor. Just like Obama sold Obamacare. Well, well I, we've already agreed that people have a right to health care. Because if you are destitute and something you're in an accident and they take you to the hospital, somebody's going to take care of you. They're going to treat you. See, we have already conceded that point to a great extent. So what we're now trying to figure out is, okay, if it's a right, how do we go about distributing that right? Okay, and do we do it a single payer, one person, or do we simply make it so everybody can afford it and get it on their own? Or if they can't afford it, we'll help them buy a private insurance plan that fits their needs. We got to take a break. We come back. Diane, if you'll stay on the line, we'll get you on the other side. We also have Sonny will be joining us live from California. We got a whole nother hour to go of the American Adversaries radio show right here on a Sunday night. Don't forget Armed American Radio comes up after us live at 8 o'clock till 11. In a time when all seemed lost, a voice rose from the wilderness, a voice rooted in our unique form of government. A confident voice filled with hope and inspiration that grows louder and louder while articulating the truth for all to hear. It is the voice to be reckoned with. It is the American Adversaries Radio Show, featuring your host, political scholar and philosopher Christopher Hart, co-host, South African-American patriot Aubrey Kahn, news talk divas Kathy Santamassino and Patricia Summerlin, and more. Now, sit back and enjoy the American Adversaries. You ain't got to take that nonsense from them Democrats anymore. All right, thanks again for tuning in tonight, ladies and gentlemen, to our Sunday evening three-hour classic tour. That's right, the American adversaries here. Kathy Sano Messino, Lair Adams, Aubrey Kahn, and myself, Christopher Hart, here in the Relax and Comfort Studio. And also got Jeff on the bridge, 407-774-8255 is the number. Real quickly. Tomorrow, two weeks to go until tax deadline day, ladies and gentlemen. If you're having trouble with your taxes, haven't even started them yet, don't know what to do, need an extension, anything like that, call Larry Herring. He's a great CPA, sponsor of our show, right here, centrally located, just off I-4 on Lee Road in Winter Park. And the phone number is the easiest one in the world to remember, 407-647-7777. 407-647-7777. for all of your tax or investment questions. They can take care of it all at Larry Herring CPA. Also, Aubrey just saw something come across the wire. A federal judge has ruled that President Trump's opening of, I think it's Anwar up there in the Arctic for 
oil drilling is quote unquote unconstitutional. It's her her ruling, what, what was it? How did it go? Something like it was unconstitutional. Get up to the mic and tell us what uh, it was. I have to go find the I, article again. I, well, don't do that. Mm. It, we don't have time to get into it deep. Basically, what she said was it was unconstitutional for President Trump to issue an executive order which would allow his cronies in the oil to drill for oil in. In, in the Arctic That was the goal, but, but why did she reject it? You said she rejected it because... She said it was unconstitutional. For him to ex to issue an executive order that did what? That reversed what? An Obama, Obama executive right. order. Yes. Right. right. So this is an absurd decision, which will surely be reversed, but it is making a little bit of news tonight. Uh, also, uh, we were talking health care. And uh, the fact that the President Trump is not willing to concede this issue to the Democrats, which is why he's going on the offensive with this, and Republicans can't figure out why. Well, Diane is on the line. She's been holding, so I want to take her call. Diane, how you doing? Thank you for holding. Hey, Chris. Hey, Kathy. How are you? Hey, Diane. How are you? Cookies. 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 Yeah, cookies. <laughs> I dream about your cookies, Diane. It's got to get a little cooler for me to cook. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Anyway, go ahead. I think people need to really, uh, the Republicans should say, you, you know, we all need to take responsibility for our own health care. I personally, uh, since I've been uh, self-employed, I rely on the um, health savings account, which is amazing. And yep. if you go to a freestanding building to have tests done, you it costs minimal to if, unless you if you go to a, a hospital. Right. It's outrageous what they charge. Right. It's crap. Right. And if you check your bills, if you have insurance, you can find so many discrepancies. You have to rely on yourself. That's right. And That's the only way this is going to work. Right. And we need to push that. Unfortunately. Be responsible for yourself. That's what this country is about. And that's what Kathy was saying, and, and that is not a right but a privilege. Uh, the, uh, uh, but you're absolutely right about the health savings accounts. Uh, I had one, and when I broke my wrists, they took me to the hospital, and I had been painting, so I, I looked like you know I, I was homeless or something. And they get to the hospital, and they, I got first-class treatment. Exactly. And the guy in the bed, and they didn't, and I didn't have any insurance. They didn't know if I could pay. I told them I, I could because I have a health savings account, but they didn't know. That was just my word. But they treated me first class. If I needed something, the doctor ordered something, boom, I got it right then. The, and this, we have the same thing yeah, here. And it's, it's, you can just, take your Medicare and all your other stuff and... And I don't know. Well, well know just as contrast, in the bed next to me was a guy in there who I broke both my wrists. He had broke both of his heels. And we both had to have surgery to put our bones back together. And I got plates and screws in both arms as a result. And he's I just got the same in both of his heels. He was in there on workman's comp. That poor guy, they put him through hell in there. Yeah. Maybe he was a wrestler. I, I, the, the worst part of my stay in the hospital was seeing what he was going through. And, and having to sit there listening to him and moan and scream in pain and all this other stuff because they had to get everything approved by Workman's exactly. Comp before they could do it. And, uh, man, that was something else. You so, throw that credit card down there, you don't have to give them any information. Oh, yeah. yeah. They can't ask you any questions. And here's the thing. And you're done. Here's the thing. Even and by the way, I did end up paying, and I got a discount for it. But and I th always thought I did good until I told Aubrey about it, and he he told me when he got he did it, he got a better discount. <laughs> I got fifty percent off. You got it all the way I down. I got over seventy five. So, yeah, I'm going. Oh my God! But anyway, the point is, cash money talks. 
Exactly. And they don't have to do any of the paperwork. Right. They don't have to deal with the government. They are so happy. But here's the thing. And she, the, the counselor there, whatever they called it, account manager, uh, confided in me that if I didn't have any money, they had other people who would step up and pay. They would go to Medicaid first and get what they could out of them. And then she said there are other private uh, charitable organizations that will be able, don't worry, your bill is going to be paid. And when I told John Stossel this, I don't think you were in the, that yep, night when yep, we interviewed right. John Stossel. I told him, and he said, well, you were the biggest sucker to ever come down the road. You should have let them pay for it. <laughs> no, see, well, and that's the crap thinking of this country. Well, it, no, it, pay I, for yourself. I know. He was, he was that's, I know, you know, Stossel. I know. Whatever happened to him? But he had the driest sense of humor of anybody that ever came along. I think he had a I health issue. Him. Is that right? Yeah. But he is, he has disappeared. He's still on Fox. I think. I think he's on I Fox seen him Business. In a long time. He's yeah. on Fox Business. Well, I'll have to look for him, I guess. Well, thank you, Diane. Thanks, Di- Diane. We, we love uh, you, and we'll be seeing you soon. I have a question for uh, Diane. What? Larry and I, we chopped liver or something? <laughs> they want to know why they don't get cookies, because we don't share them with you. That's why. <laughs> it's okay, uh, Diane. Right. I understand. <laughs> I'm just a nobody. Uh, uh, watch me squirm. <laughs> Thanks, Diane. Listen to my closing, though, please, if you would. I always do. I love you. Thank All you, right. sweetie. We love you, too. All right. It is time now to go to California and talk to our gorgeous lady of wrestling. And, of course, that would be Sunny. Hey, Sunny, how you doing tonight? I'm okay. Just under the gun. I, I've got to get ready and uh, get down to the lovely Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel where I will be stationed with um, in a beautiful room and I get treated like an A1 celebrity again. And they'll have a car for me in the morning to do the Dr. Phil show. Oh, that's tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yes, it's tomorrow morning. They'll, they'll pick me up around, um, I believe, 830, and they'll take me to the stage, and, and uh, I'll get into wardrobe, makeup, and all that kind of stuff. And then I'll meet Dr. Phil and, and Mrs. Uh, Robin uh, McGovern, the, the, the wife, Robin. Right, right. I'm doing her skincare line. Now, is, uh, is this a live broadcast tomorrow? Yes. Yes, oh, so it, it'll be live. It's, I believe, live tape. It, it's not going to be aired tomorrow. Okay, it will be aired in May. Oh, okay. So it's it, yeah, tape. it's a live audience, like we did with Glow, right? You yeah. know, but of course, ours were, were live tapings, and it went right, right on right. So uh, like, that weekend. But it, it, um, I'm pretty sure uh, my segment is taped. But it's going to be exciting, and uh, I look forward to it. It'll probably be about a ten minute segment, but they got the backstories. You know, uh, glow and me as a wrestler. So it it kind of gets me out there with the comic book and everything else that's going to take place here in the next month. Now, Sonny, let me ask you a question: uh, Is uh, Doctor Phil going to get down to the problem of why you want to go around and beat people up? <laughs> I mean, I you're, you're a powerful you know woman that goes that around like a superhero. He's like, that's and... <laughs> an original glow girl. <laughs> so what, what did you say about the glow? Yeah, they they love us glow girls. He knows of glow. And um, yeah. that's good enough for me. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's going to come out. You might want to tell him also, mention you're currently a co-host on a popular radio show, Coast to Coast. Oh, I will. I will tell him. In fact, I don't know if that came out because I had a five-hour interview. You did. So what they call a B-roll, and that's when they go into your life. They film you at your house. Oh, really? Uh, your everyday life, what you're about, what you've done. So I did mention American Adversaries. Well, talk radio in that five-hour interview. But no. what happens is 
they kind of crunch it down <laughs> in the segment. So right. everything that was filmed that five hours that day from me driving to me washing my face in the sink in the bathroom it comes down to about, condensed to about into 40 that minutes, minutes, about 45 seconds. Yeah. Uh, right. By the <laughs> but way, for that, sure, I will talk to Dr. Phil and let him know. Ask yes, him, Sonny, if he's a liberal or a conservative, uh, too. You had to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they are very. And I look forward to meeting both of them. It's going to, it's going to be very exciting. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So congratulations. So I'll be there, you know, all day. It's going to be an all-day thing because then they have another main segment on. So once that's done, then I go out. All right. Well, next time you need somebody to film you around the house, just let me know. We'll we'll make the arrangements. <laughs> okay. well, you know I'm going to be out there in July, I so I look forward to meeting all you guys. I'm so excited. Oh. Um, so, that's, that's yeah, I look forward. To, I'm, I'm doing the, was it Jacksonville, Florida, uh, Comic-Con with the comic book with Brian Blair, uh, John Crother, uh, Jake the Snake, and uh, Ricky Steamboat, Kelly Kelly. A lot of guests will be at the Jacksonville, Florida uh, Comic-Con. I didn't realize Jake the Snake was still around. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's doing great. He's traveling. He's the traveling man. He's and going part, to all of them. And part of, <laughs> part of him doing better now is because of DDP, Diamond Dallas Page and the DDP Yoga. I remember that. Diamond Dallas he, yes. took him in yes. and, and, and cared for him for a while. He's having real troubles uh, with his health. And Yes. Uh, yeah, DDP Yoga has helped a lot of wrestlers. And, you know, as we know, they were losing so many. They keep going. Right, you know? right, um, right. Like uh, Jeff was saying, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, he's doing – Wonderful. He's out of out of surgery and he's already home. He looks forward to doing WrestleCon. So, yep. yeah, he's doing great. All right. What about Jesse Smollett? No, uh, he God. was. Uh, oh, I call him Jesse Smollett. Boring. <laughs> oh my God! This enough of him. He's getting more media than anybody because of this of doing a wrong wrongdoing, which I still believe he did. I think he ratted someone out. He did something. He must. I don't have. know what he did. He must because have. for them to drop all charges. That just seems a little shady, doesn't it? Uh, very shady. Uh, it goes right to the top, I tell you. I mean, some of the conclusions between, you know, uh, that you have to make between Michelle Obama and her chief of staff. Who's friends with the, uh, yeah. uh, pro- with the uh, prosecutor. And, and after Michelle has danced with him now, on see, television. I don't watch those shows, but that, evidently he was her dancing partner. He danced part. with they, Michelle Obama. He's friends on with TV her. Together. Well, was he part of that Dancing with the Stars or something like no, that? No, 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 no. He, he was oh, on a on show. His show on his show Empire, he dances and sings. Oh, oh, I did not know but that. She I'd had never done seen an it. event with him. And so they're, they're, they know each other. They're close. And there's some shenanigans going on there. What about, have you heard any of other reaction in Hollywood? Has there been any reaction to speak of one way or the other about him? Now, last night, Chris Rock opened up by saying, I'm not supposed <laughs> to make jokes. Him and him. And, yeah. and then he proceeded to slam him. Other than that, have you seen any reaction? Well, no. I mean, for the most part, the people are, are for him. And they're like, oh, yeah, they made a mistake, Chicago. They really screwed up. You know, they they were taking in an innocent man. We knew he was innocent. He's such a good kid. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they're still buying into his story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's not a good kid. And I don't know about his awards, you know, uh, that he's up for. You know, well, I don't, I don't think he actually got any last night, but he was there uh, in attendance. I think he lost, right? Yeah. With another uh, friend of mine that was up for three of the awards. He didn't get one either. But right. I think the guy's crooked. There's still something. I think he's an attention seeker, and he loved every bit of attention, yep. and he got what he wanted out of all this. Right. So, Ironically, though, 
I think he picked the wrong target because especially since he got off so easily, I think this is going to actually help President Trump because people are sick and tired of this kind of stuff. And yeah. because it was really Trump and Trump supporters who were the focus of this hoax, those people are going to be more motivated now than ever to go out and support this president. So yes, whatever I, he was, I sure hope so. Whatever I'm, he was trying. I'm happy and I stand by Trump. And, and uh, you know, so far everyone that I'm surrounded by is. So, you know, that's a positive. And the ones who aren't, I just don't bring it up because it gets ugly, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Well, we'll let you go and keep preparing for the Dr. Phil tomorrow. We'll be uh, – you know, hoping and praying you break a leg or however it goes, right? And then, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then yeah. uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing it when it is broadcast, and we'll make sure all of our listeners know to watch. So yes, I will. I will definitely let you know. And then also, we'll look forward to uh, Good Day LA at the end of this month. I'm doing um, in April as well. Oh, cool! So I will bring up American Adversaries on Good Day Los Angeles. So I look right. to that We're going to make too. you our official ambassador on the West Coast, honey. <laughs> That's right. We got to push it. We got to get it out there. That's All right. right. Pretty All darn right. proud. And yes, I will say I'm a Trump supporter. And oh boy, I probably won't be able to get back on the show anymore. But <laughs> hey, at least you'll at least you'll get your attention that you deserve. All That's right. right. All right. That's well, thank right. you. Thank you, Absolutely. Sonny. Bye, Sonny. <laughs> Bye. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed week. You too, girl. You too. Take care. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. That's our gorgeous lady of wrestling, Sonny Patricia Summerlin. We'll take a break. Come back. It is already. Can you believe it? Time for some odd stories. And Lair's got his closing comments ready to go, too. So we still got a lot to do right here. Attention pastors, pre-register now for the annual Pastors Masters, Monday, April 15th at beautiful Heathrow Country Club in Lake Mary. And this year you could play with the past NFL stars, joining and giving back to the community through the Retired NFL Players Association. Former Bear player Paul Blair, along with Pastor Herky Walls, formerly with the Bucks and Predators, plus former NFL players like Mike McBath, Don Nottingham, Ricky Shaw, Reggie Branch, and others. Pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com. The food is free. The golf is free. It's all about treating you, our pastors, active or retired, to a day away. As we focus in on ministry and fellowship, pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com and play with past NFL stars, the 2019 Pastors Masters, April 15th at Heathrow. Merrily here from Vacation Travel Planners, a member of Cruise Planners with the latest vacation deals. Like Bahama Cruises from $249 per person. Or how about a seven-night Alaska cruise from $649 per person. On Celebrity Cruises, book a balcony or higher on a seven-night select Caribbean, Europe, or Alaska sailings and receive specialty dinner for two. Get free prepaid gratuities on select sailings with Oceana Cruises. Sandals and Beaches all-inclusive resorts are up to 65% off. Get free prepaid gratuities on select Avalon Waterways River Cruises. Give us a call at 321-251-4777. That's 321-251-4777. Or visit us at vacationtravelplanners.com. Keep listening to the American Adversaries for new travel specials every week. Bon voyage! Nearly everyone loves Italian food, but those people who love true, authentic Italian go to Cafe Positano. It's because owner and chef Pasquale Barba offers home-cooked food from his hometown, Positano, Italy. 
He is Italian. Local fresh items are combined with rare ingredients imported only from Italy, along with generations old family recipes. Whether it's pizza or those delicious daily specials, taste for yourself at Cafe Positano, four miles west of I-4 on 436, 407-774-8080, the most authentic Italian food in Central Florida. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. It is time for Sunday's Odd Stories with Kathy Santo Mancino. And what were you telling me today about the Twilight Zone? Oh, that was going to be my last story. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> I, will, I will close my segment with that okay. news about the Twilight Zone. Okay. But the first story is we all live in Florida, and it's home of big alligators, as we know. Um, has everybody seen an alligator in real life? I think so. But oh yes. Anyway, an alligator weighing around 750 pounds was removed from a business park's parking lot in South Florida last week. The 12-foot reptile, estimated to be at least 60 years old, was spotted last Thursday in the Jupiter Commerce Park. Officials said in a Facebook post, a Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission trapper was summoned to retrieve the gator, and police officers helped him re- remove the reptile. The gator had minor injuries to its tail and was missing a leg. Police said the gator is going to be rehomed to a breeding program farm in Central Florida. I bet that's gator land, but I, I'm just speculating. But anyway, the average size for a male alligator, according to the Smithsonian's National Zoo and Conservation Biology Institute, is about 11 feet, and they can reach up to 1,000 pounds. Right, so... He- He's not having any problems surviving with one foot missing. No. Nope. He probably got in a gator fight, another gator bit him. Right. Nope. And so when I was a kid, leave him be, don't it? When I was a kid, there was this family that lived across the street sort of from us. The, the father was a mason, and his son's name was his son's name was Roy. He was stoned. And Roy would have all kinds of animals over there. And at one point, he had a three-legged alligator in their garage over there. The thing was about three feet long, and we would love to go over there because the thing would just sit up and hiss at you. (laughs) Three feet. Well, a dog that escaped from her kennel in Atlanta airport has been found after three days and was returned to her owners, according to officials. This story was last week on the media. Gail was a prize-winning 22-month-old American Staffordshire Terrier. 
She was found to be missing from her kennel last Saturday when she and her handlers were preparing to board a Hartsville-Jackson Atlanta airport flight to Amsterdam, where her owners reside, with her handlers. And the dog and another canine had been checked in for their KLM Royal Dutch Airlines flight after competing in an event in Kentucky. And her handlers were told shortly after boarding the plane that Gail, the dog, was missing. KLM, which blamed airport staff for failing to properly secure the kennel, said Gail was spotted multiple times before being captured last Tuesday. The owners are elated to get back their pooch after several days of worry and distress. This was a championship dog. It was worth many thousands of dollars. Every dog is a championship dog to somebody. That's right. Well, a Los Angeles artist is building his border wall on the Mexican border, (laughs) but he's making it out of cheese to make America great again. <laughs> the artist, that, that is correct. <laughs> the artist is using expired cotija, a hard cheese from Mexico, to build a wall on the U.S. side of the border into Cotty, California. The artist said the wall is intentionally absurd, absurd and wasn't meant to be political, just making a statement against using walls to divide people. Advice to artists, maybe you should consider donating the cheese to the thousands of migrants who illegally cross the border every day. But you can't. It's expired. You can donate the cheese. Just don't go cutting the cheese. (laughs) Well, the owner of a restaurant. Especially that old stale stuff. (laughs) Please. That was a bad joke. Well, the owner of a restaurant in historic Chicago building said he discovered an underground vault. It could potentially contain a mobster's missing money. Oh! The restaurateur was clearing out, <laughs> out some unused space in the corner of the basement at Harry Carey's restaurant when he discovered what appeared to be a doorway in the brick wall that was closed off with newer bricks. The building once belonged to mobster Frank the Enforcer Nitty and his wife, who took over for Al Capone when the infamous mob boss went to prison, died with several million dollars unaccounted for. The owner said he is hoping to find a means of exploring what's behind the wall without tearing it down and is looking into the possibility of using an ultrasound machine before deciding whether to break through the wall or not. He needs to get a hold of Geraldo. You got it. Attention sleepyheads, this new gig may just be what you're looking for. NASA and the European Space Agency are offering $19,000 to subjects willing to spend 60 consecutive days lying in bed. (laughs) The space agency said the study, which aims to analyze the effects of long space flights on astronauts' bodies, calls for 12 men and 12 women, not necessarily in the same bed, (laughs) to spend 60 days lying in bed at the German Aerospace Center in Cologne, Germany. The study will look at the potential benefits of artificial gravity on long space flights to destinations such as Mars. Study participants who will also spend a total of 19 days preparing and recovering from the bed portion of the study, will be paid $19,000. All you got to do is go down to a local prison to get the same results. Well, Chris, this next job may be just perfect for you. A British company wants to hire someone to travel the world eating vegan cuisine for $66,000 plus all expenses paid. Hmm. Vibrant Vegan Company says on its website, it is seeking a director of taste to visit locations including India, Turkey, Mexico, China, and Japan to taste different plant-based foods and provide feedback to the company, which operates a food subscription service. The job posting states all travel, accommodation, and food expenses will be covered for the employee who will also receive paid sick leave and 28 vacation days. 
The candidate does not need to be a practicing vegan, but the food served will be slow, solely plant-based ingredients. You see, there's no way I could do that because I got no taste. Oh, I thought oh. you had no soul. Because <laughs> <laughs> was so weird. And we ain't got no more time in this segment, neither. All right, so we're going to take a break. And coming up here in just a few seconds, when we come back, Kathy's got some more stuff. Lair's got his stuff ready to go. And Mark Walters has got his stuff ready to go live at 8 o'clock to take you until 11 o'clock with Armed American Radio. Once again, you are listening to the American Adversaries. You can find us on Facebook at American Adversaries there. And, of course, our YouTube channel is American Adversaries on YouTube, where, of course, our shows are also archived as well as in our website, which is AmericanAdversaries.com. We got it all for you, and we got more for you tonight, so please stick around. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The U.S. Marine Corps reports that two pilots have died in a helicopter crash near Yuma, Arizona. A statement from the Marine Corps Air Station that was posted on Facebook says the crash occurred about 8.45 p.m. Saturday. The Marine Corps says the pilots of the AH-1Z Viper were conducting a routine training mission. The cause of the crash is under investigation. Former Vice President Joe Biden defending his interactions with women, saying that he doesn't believe he's ever acted inappropriately. That comes after a Nevada politician says that Biden made her feel uncomfortable with a kiss on the back of her head in 2014. The assertion has prompted some Democrats to question whether Biden is too out of step with his own party to run a successful 2020 presidential campaign. Ukraine's Central Elections Committee says nearly 64 percent of registered voters have taken part in the presidential election. This is SRN News. Do you suffer from lower back pain? Do you ache worse after sitting in a regular chair? Are you one of 80% of Americans who suffer debilitating back pain sometime in your life? Then you need to try the perfect chair at Relax and Comfort. Designed after the NASA G couch for astronauts, the perfect chair offers you comfort that no other chair can. Sitting in an average chair places over eight times more pressure on your spine than standing. The effects of this over time cause the average person to shrink one to two inches, but not with the perfect chair. It's motorized and has individual elevation for the head and feet, providing you with every option you need for a pain-free experience. So try the perfect chair at Relax and Comfort and ask about no interest financing. Mention the promo code American Adversaries and get 50% off Maloof Bamboo Bed Linens or Essential Oil Sleep Pillows all month. Relax and Comfort is family-owned and operated and has locations in Winter Park, Windermere, Sanford, and the Villages. Go to RelaxandComfort.com or call 321-329-3118. Get your perfect chair and enjoy blessed relief and unparalleled comfort today. Attention HR managers and business owners. If you're not screening your new hires, you're asking for trouble. Hi, I'm Kathy Santamassino with ASAP Programs. Negligent hiring is on the rise and can be an employer's worst nightmare, leading to litigation and legal costs that could cripple your business. The average cost of settling a negligent hiring lawsuit is nearly $1 million, with the largest claim on record at $26 million. With Applicant 360 Screening Solutions, you will be able to perform comprehensive background checks quickly and discreetly, allowing you to properly vet incoming talent. 
Whether your organization is big or small, it's your responsibility to safeguard your workplace and protect your customers. Don't base your hiring decisions on a first impression and a resume. Call me today at 407-702-9511. Call 407-702-9511. Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All-British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to all British Car Club.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners, who have taken advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366-6499. That's 407-366-6499. Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Welcome back to the Twilight Zone. That is the American Adversaries. We have ventured into that zone. And you're there with us, along with Aubrey Kahn, Lair Adams, myself, Christopher Hart, Jeff's on the bridge, and now back to Kathy Santomasino. Well, this week we have a three-way tie for Guinness World Records in separate categories. A Richmond, Texas man who owns the world's largest collection of video games a whopping 20,139 to be exact, is now the proud owner of the Guinness Award. The man said it took Guinness eight days to count all of his games. His collection includes a rare Nintendo game that was only released to the U.S. military. 
And then we have this, a six foot, 10 inch New York City council member has been dubbed the tallest politician in the world by Guinness World Records. But one mayor might have him beat. Guinness confirmed Robert Carnegie, 53, a city councilman from Brooklyn, took the record from the previous holder, a six foot, seven and a half inch politician. The record keeping organization required Carnegie to be measured six different times in a hospital over the course of a day to qualify for the record. And then an Ohio politician from Warrenville Heights, Mayor Brad Sellers, might soon take the record from Carnegie. The former Chicago Bulls basketball player stands at seven feet tall, but he has yet to apply to Guinness for the record. And no, inter- no, wait, wait, wait. What? How tall is Matt Morgan? Because he might could win that record. This guy up in How Winter Springs. That? He's seven He's feet local. tall. He's seven feet tall. How we about need to that? Enter him there in may this be thing. there may be a tie. And we helped him get elected. Let's do it. That's right. And then we have the international Guinness World Record that was awarded to a crowd of one thousand four hundred and eighty six liquor fans in Mexico who participated in the world's largest tequila tasting. (laughs) The event, which took place in Guadalajara, has been verified and broke the previous record of 1,448 tequila tasters set just a week earlier in Playa del Carmen, Quintana Roo. The record attempt, which coincided with National Tequila Day in Mexico, was organized by state and local governments in partnership with the national tequila industry. Did you hear about the woman in Bangladesh who was found to have two functioning wombs when she gave birth to twins 26 days after giving birth to a single baby? Doctors didn't notice anything unusual when the mother gave birth to a baby boy in late February. But less than a month later, doctors discovered she was pregnant with twins that were conceived and grown in a totally separate uterus than her first baby. The rare condition known as uterus didelphys occurs in only one woman in a million. The fraternal twins, a boy and a girl, were delivered by C-section and are healthy babies. And speaking of babies... Do we know if it's the same father for... Never mind. And speaking (laughs) of babies, a main hospital is preparing for a baby boom. As nine of its labor and delivery unit nurses are pregnant with due dates between April and July. The main medical center posted a photo to Facebook showing eight of the nine expectant nurses showing off their baby bumps. The nurses plan on joining each other in the delivery room during the births as a show of support. Animal rescuers in New Jersey said a sheep was found running loose in a neighborhood after escaping from suspected sacrificial ritual. The Popcorn Park Animal Refuge said the male sheep was found wandering a street with balloons tied to his tail and ear tag. The sheep also had a portion of wool sheared off his back, according to the rescue. The group said neighbors told animal control officers the sheep had been purchased by a local resident for a sacrificial ritual. The sheep was named Rudy after the animal control officer who captured him. Rudy is recovering from an eye injury and an ear laceration, but otherwise is fine. What well, uh, would be the point of the balloons, I wonder? I don't have a clue. Maybe birthday or something? I don't know. Maybe it was mm. part of the ritual. Are you trying to pull the wool over our eyes? <laughs> Very oh. cute. You know, and if I had said that, I'd feel sheepish. Uh, oh, let's bad. move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. The lottery story of the week goes to a Maryland man who was cleaning out his overstuffed wallet and made a valuable discovery, a winning lottery ticket worth $1.2 million. The 50-year-old man said he frequently plays the multi-match game 
but he only checks his tickets every month or two when his wallet becomes overfilled with the slips. <laughs> the player said he finally decided to check his tickets when two months passed without anyone claiming the jackpot. His wallet contained several winning tickets, including the $1.2 million jackpot. The man said he plans to use his winnings to pay off his debts, take a vacation, and buy a home in the country. And flying can be stressful, especially if your flight lands in the wrong country. Passengers on a London flight to Germany ended up taking a 525-mile detour to Scotland due to an apparent mix-up with the flight plan. The British Airways flight that took off last Monday morning from London City Airport was meant to land in Dusseldorf, but due to an incorrectly filed flight plan, the pilot and crew thought they were supposed to land in Edinburgh. The plane eventually ended up taking off from Edinburgh to land in the correct destination. Oh, they weren't that far off. British Airways apologized to passengers and said it is working with WDL Aviation to find out how the wrong flight plan Ended up being filed for the trip. As we know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, that happened here in this country not, I don't know, a couple of years ago where a plane landed at a small airport rather than mm-hmm. across town at the main airport or something like that. Yeah, and it's one of those weird anomalies. Like, hello. Well, if you loved the original Twilight Zone as I did, you're going to be excited to find out it will be returning to TV this year. The Twilight Zone will premiere on CBS All Access and Jordan Peele will host and narrate the classic reboot, a role made famous by creator Rod Serling. The original Twilight Zone premiered on October 2nd, 1959 on CBS. The show became a worldwide phenomenon as it used socially conscious storytelling to explore the human condition and culture of the times. It aired on CBS for five years, from 1959 to 1964. Some famous people who starred on the show included William Shatner, Jack Klugman, and, who knew, Carol Burnett. And that's SOS News for Sunday, March 31st, and April Fool's Day is tomorrow. That's right. Are you fooling us? Yeah. We're going to have, by the way, uh, uh, Dennis Prager going to join us a little while on the show tomorrow, and that's no fooling. You know, he's coming to town here in about a month. I think it's April the 6th. He'll be out at the uh, Holy Land Experience and on opening his book tour, he's he's written a new book. So we'll be talking with him about that tomorrow night. By the way, just got this. Uh, John Stossel has retired oh. after being successfully treated for cancer. He wants to train up the next generation of honest reporting. Yeah, I'd heard he'd been sick. Yeah. So uh, what kind of cancer? Didn't I don't know. Thank you, Charlene, for that. Okay. Uh, well, I've I've got just one little uh, odd story here for you. You know, we, we have all of these uh, kids out there, with the me, not the Me Too, but the, yeah, the Me Too generation, not Me Too and the women type thing, but Me Too is everything is me. Everything's all about me. I get an award too. Everybody gets an award, that type thing. And of course, we call them snowflakes and pajama boys and all of that stuff. Well, it turns out that parents are sick and tired of their flakes. So they are sending these teens to adulting class. 
so they can learn how to be adults. Is that like is that charm school? D-O-L-T? <laughs> that must be like charm school. Remember charm school? Right. Mm. Uh, this is from the story. Parents were so fed up with their teens' lack of everyday skills that they sent them to an adulting class. Mm-hmm. High school students from Kentucky learned how to pay their bills, cook for themselves, change tires, and interact with police officers during traffic stops as part of an adulting conference held at Bullet Central High School in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, late last Great year. Great idea. That's right. The, the whole point is that our schools aren't preparing our kids for when they graduate. And I remember when I was in high school, I almost dropped out of high school because in my Senior year, I was in the DECA program, uh, which you could get out of school part of the day to I, go work. I was in that, too. And you get you would get credits for it. And I had gotten a job downtown. It was the old Kaler Plaza Inn, and I was a busboy. And I worked the evening shift, and I'd get home about midnight. Well, of course, in high school, you got the classes start like Early. 7 o'clock. Yep. Well, and so I had to be there at 7 o'clock every morning, and I was in. they had put me in this remedial reading class, not because I couldn't read, but because somewhere along the line I had not gotten the proper number of English credits or whatever it was that I needed. Mm. And in order to get it to graduate, they had to stick me in this remedial class. So I just quit going. And uh, my DECA counselor, Mr. Barr, old Colonel Barr, I forget his first name, but he he was concerned about me, so he got me an appointment with the principal. Make a long story short, the principal changed my schedule up so that I could do that. But one of my main complaints to him when my I met privilege. With, yeah, when I met with the principal was, look, you know, this, this I'm not learning anything here. I'm out there, you know, now finally learning how to do things that I never learned in in high school. And you, y'all want me to come for this stupid remedial class? You can see he could look at my test scores were you know off the charts good. My grades were were not excellent but good and he could tell i didn't need to be in a remedial so old wib robertson he did he pulled out his pencil and made some changes and so i didn't have to come to school until 11 o'clock and i was mm. out by one and i graduated but uh the, the 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 point being that schools aren't doing what they're supposed to do they're not preparing students for the real world not well, anymore. They teach you, them how to pass a test, and well, that's it. Well, like I said, I didn't even think they were yeah. doing it back then. Don't you think the parents bear some responsibility with that, too? Well, Yeah, however, they do turn their kids over to the school system for a yeah. large portion of the day. Yep. And I remember my my dad talking to uh, uh, one of uh, my mom's sister, my mom's sister's husband, my uncle, talking about, you know, things that schools should teach and that they don't teach and there was you know parents are perplexed sometimes what they're supposed to do so maybe the parents should be taking the parenting class not the teenagers but we got to take a break come back with Lair Adams closing comments and don't forget you still got three great hours of live radio right here tonight with Mark Walters and Armed American Radio we'll be right back Spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th annual All-British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th, featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats, and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors, and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to all. All BritishCarClub.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. 
Hi, Chris Hart here. You know, I always bring you the best companies that improve your life. Now, I want to introduce you to Dr. Ronald Trevisani of Lifetime Teeth Today, Orlando's trusted board-certified oral surgeon for over 20 years. If you need dental implants or oral surgery, this is the guy and this is the place to go. Receive the highest level of dental implant care from a trusted oral surgeon, and by the way, his patients love him. I can eat everything and I enjoy life much more. I really do. I don't have to worry about toothaches, fillings, or anything. We had corn on the cob last night with a filet mignon. It made my toes curl up. Dr. Trevisani, one office, one day, lifetime teeth today. Multiple locations call 407-598-8141 dr travisani orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon show that smile again call 407-598-8141 today well you've heard the horror stories the couple comes home from shopping there's water pouring out of the ceiling fan in the living room. Henry, quick, grab a bucket. My new wood floors. They're ruined. Gosh, I wish we had this home inspected before we signed on the dotted line. This is Aubrey Kahn of Firm Foundation Home Inspections. Buying a home is the biggest investment you'll make. You have to know what you're getting into. Henry and June now have a nightmare on their hands. Don't let that happen to you. Call Firm Foundation Home Inspections before you sign on the dotted line. We'll inspect the property from roof to foundation with the latest technology to know if there are any leaks or electrical problems. You'll get a detailed report and at Firm Foundation we warranty our work ensuring your peace of mind. Don't make that big investment without calling the home inspector that more realtors use. Firm Foundation Home Inspections. Call 321-624-0254 or go online to orlandoshomeinspector.com. That's right, it is the final countdown for us for tonight. Of course, we'll be back tomorrow night. As I said, Dennis Prager will be joining us. John Barros will be talking about the movie Unplanned. I hope you had a chance to see it this weekend. If yes, not, I, hope, I did. It's amazing. I hope you will see it if you have not. In the meantime, speaking of amazing, it's time for the amazing Lair Adams to entertain us with his thoughts. Gosh, folks, I'm speechless. <clears throat> oh, well. <laughs> uh, all right. Folks, let me ask you, when you were young and in school... Did you have to ride the school bus? I sure did. And in my town a half century ago, everyone who lived beyond walking distance of their school did. Very few parents dropped their youngins off on the way to work. That's why you pay taxes. So buses could do the job. So think back to those times waiting at the bus stop so you could leave Funland or your neighborhood and go to Think and Stress Outland, otherwise known as school. Riding the bus was in itself a challenge due to the unwritten and ever-changing etiquette and rules of ridership created by the passengers themselves. I was in middle school around this time, and the underground student rules were simple. Keep your mouth shut and keep your mouth shut. If you knew something was going on that the driver, who was the only adult on board, couldn't see, keep your mouth shut. If Jimmy was going to meet Bobby at the bus stop for a fight, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> also, no one cries on the bus, boys or girls, no matter what. And boys did not sit with girls, even though they were becoming interesting with those growing bumps. 
and not boy shapes? Yes, the rules were simple and easy to live by, but also meaningless. We all somehow thought our bus driver was a nice old man. Heck, he had gray hair. He must be in his late 40s. <laughs> anyway, he was older than our folks, so he must be ancient. Yet, he was always there, always with a nice greeting, and never a stern word for us middle graders. Until that day. This is the era where Florida educators decided to mix special needs ch uh, children with the general school system. One of our last stops was to pick up a little eight-year-old autistic girl of higher level and drop her off along with a few elementary kids at their school. Now, my parents had taken great care to teach me special people, as they called them, needed to be treated with great respect because God always had a hand on their shoulder. I didn't know what they meant then, but I learned. The adorable little girl's name was Nina, and she would sit up front in the seat behind the old bus driver. He would chat for a moment with her mom, who always waited with her at the stop, and make sure she was situated so the bus could continue. Nina had the biggest smile of pure joy that the rest of us couldn't have. The woes and harsh realities of life had gotten under our teenage skin, and our childhoods were vanishing. However, even at that age, I found her spark to be refreshing, even though I was losing it. Then the incident happened. It was the week before Christmas break, and the only thought on any of our minds was, two weeks without school. At that age, even the thought of getting presents rated way below no school. Oh, by the way, you have to understand the hierarchy on the bus at that time. Cool girls sat together with uncool girls scattered throughout the bus. Same with boys. So on this one particular morning, Nita got on the bus wearing a Christmas dress her mother had made for her. She was so proud of it and the present she clutched for her teacher. Even at that young age, I thought, that is so cool which made what happened next so bad. One of the popular girls, I'll call Megan, that's not a real name, decided to pull a prank on the little innocent at the urging of her cohorts. Then I heard the words she told Nina. I was stunned, but I did nothing. Minutes later, the bus came to a screeching halt. Never before had the nice old bus driver stopped in the middle of the street and turned the motor off. We all knew something big was up. When he whirled out of his seat and stood, we could see he was absolutely red-faced with rage. We could all see Nina was sobbing uncontrollably. uncontrollably. I want you all to know, I've just heard the worst thing I've ever heard anyone say to a child. I knew he'd heard what I'd heard. He looked at Megan and said, this, and I could tell he wanted to use the B word, but didn't, this young lady just told this wonderful special little girl who was waiting for Santa and has a present for her teacher and loves Christmas that Santa was murdered and there'll be no Christmas. He continued, that is mean. And I don't like mean people. And I don't want them on my bus. Then he glared at Megan, whose eyes were filling with tears, and said in a quiet voice, that is mean. That is so mean. 
Then he consoled Nina, got her seated, jumped back into his seat. Two of Megan's entourage, who were also instigators, changed seats to be next to Nina and had her smiling when we arrived. No one else on the bus spoke that day. The next day, when Nita got on the bus, nearly everyone said in unison, Hi, Nina! The poor girl could have smiled herself to death. <laughs> the next day and every day after, everyone joined in, including Megan, till the end of the year. That was decades ago. The bus driver's long dead, and probably so is Nina, since autistics have shorter lifespans. But I learned lessons that day, not taught in classrooms. Sometimes anger makes us do what's right. And always, a cruel joke is a bad joke. Wow. Once again, Larry, you are, uh, have delivered and uh, uh, powerful stuff. And, uh, yes, yeah, sometimes uh, anger and bad things can bring about good things. All right. Speaking about bringing about good things, we like to try to think we bring about something good in your life, ladies and gentlemen. And we really do appreciate you listening here and uh, hope you get something out of it, just like those children got something out of that bus ride that one day. Nobody right. that lives to this day, I think, will ever forget that time. Yep. yep. That lesson. Yep. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I like, uh, you know, as I go home, I reminisce about some of the things that you talk about in your closing. Like last week, you talked about the mosquito fogger. And I had to chuckle as I was driving home because I remember I had this old Chevy, I think it was 62 Chevy pickup truck that we called it a mosquito fogger because <laughs> they smoked so bad. <laughs> the cops pulled me over one night that they was smoking so bad, and they called it a mosquito fogger. Oh, no. So I'm sure I'll be on the way home tonight thinking of my experiences riding the school bus in, uh, in the day. All right. And I hope you folks will be thinking about us as uh, you make your plans for the rest of the night. And then tomorrow, don't forget Mark Walters right after us now. We'll be back tomorrow. Dennis Prager will be on our show tomorrow night. Uh, not here, obviously, but we will have an interview with him. He will be in town, however, here in a month or so. I think it's April 6th. We'll get you the exact date and all of that at the Holy Land Experience where you're welcome to meet and greet him and get a copy of his excellent new book, which we will be talking about tomorrow. It's about the Bible and the first few books of the Bible. And, of course, if you listen to Dennis's pro show, and I try to as well, uh, he is quite the Bible scholar. And, of course, you've got PragerU and all of that stuff. So I hope you will tune in tomorrow for that. Also, once again, please don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook. When we're not on the air, we're always on Facebook. And Kathy is uh, doing a great job of keeping that thing rocking and rolling. And we appreciate that. And of course, our YouTube channel, you now can subscribe to us there. You will get alerts when we go on the air. And of course, you can take advantage of seeing us there at any time. All right. Once again, thanks for being out there. We are the American Adversaries Radio Show, and we appreciate you. You knowing us. Until next week. Night, everybody. Good night. Good night. See ya. Did I see you next week? There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. News, opinion, passion. FM 105.5 AM 660.